from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Uh, Ali. Ali, what's going on, dude? Uh, I was calling because I, I had this drink, and all my friends always never seem to understand it. So I wanted to get your opinions on it. Okay. Uh, so, like, it might sound weird, but hear me out. So I grew up drinking it. I say it's the most refreshing thing ever. It's three quarters milk, one quarter Sprite. Three quarters milk, one quarter Sprite. <laughs> Sounds disgusting. It's, it's like a fizzy milk, but it doesn't like curdle or anything. It's like. <laughs> and do you like you just sip on that? You just drink it like it's like it's a regular glass of milk. Oh, see, I don't wow. sit around drinking milk anyway. So, wow. Oh. So like, oh yeah. Well, oh wait. So do you get the 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 carbonation? Does it cause you to burp? And when you burp, it's like burpy milk? Yeah, kind of. I can't burp milk, dude. Yeah, Ollie, that's gross. That's gross. Not it, by the way. Not it. Not it. (laughs) Too bad. Hell no. You and Lori got to do it. I can't drink milk. I don't drink milk. I never drink milk. Never. I never drink milk. I haven't had a glass of milk since I was about 10. Come on. Maury, go get get Sprite and milk. When I say not it, then you two have to do it. No. Oh, come on, man. Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. While, while While they're still, do you drink this? Out of a cup or out of a through a straw? No, it's out of a cup. Like you, no, but like, like you, you sip you it. it like a, no, like you actually like take a gulp of it. Like you actually drink it. Ew, gulps so of gross. milk and Sprite. So gross. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Ali, here's what we're going to do. We're oh going to hang up with you. We're going to play a no song. Uh, Dan and Maury's going to go downstairs There's and get no milk way. and Sprite. And uh, and Roz and Dan and Maury are going to no drink it. Or sorry, are going to okay. gulp it. No, I'm not gulping. First of all, don't use Roz, Maury, and gulp in the same sentence. Okay, bro? Okay, okay my family <laughs> listens to this show. Try and get it two ice cubes. I'm driving to school right oh. now, but I really hope I get to hear this <laughs> before I get to class. No, we're God. not going to get two ice cubes, dude. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Ollie. Uh, uh, Hi, thanks, thanks so much. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I don't want to do this. So, okay, welcome back. Um, but I said not it. I know, I know, I know. I don't know. Man. Okay, I don't even remember the guy's name that called in. Um, but he had said that growing up, they would drink milk with Sprite. Yeah, three quarter <laughs> glass of milk. Topped up with Sprite. <laughs> Separately, they're fantastic. Sure. I, you know, and I said not it. I know. But here I am, sitting with Dan and Maury. I, I know. I, I'm always the trooper. Right, you are. Yeah, you're a gamer, more. You're a gamer. Uh, can I tell you something also? When I see a... Gra- and, may, and, I, and I know that this is not the case, so please don't come at me, bro. Yeah. Okay? At but, Ross Weston, by the way. But when I see a grown man drinking a glass of milk, like a yeah. grown man, I look at it, I, I feel that he has mother issues. I feel that like there's some sort of arrested 
development where he's hanging on to some sort of childhood thing that he can't fully develop into a man because of that. And so there's that. I don't drink milk because of it. But athletes drink milk. I, I see. I like. I see a grown man drinking milk. It's a sign of weakness to me. Sometimes it's refreshing. Right? Sometimes I don't know. No, I can't do. I can't do it. So I you, have the product. So you have this here. Maury went downstairs I and uh, lactose free in case one of us is oh, lactating. Look at that. Very yeah. good. That's not what that means, by the way, Maury. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I assumed it did. <laughs> okay. okay, so you guys are going to try this, right? Yeah. Mocha, do you drink milk? Like in my coffee and stuff, but, but you, I won't sit there and drink like a glass of milk You won't have like on a its own. big bowl of spaghetti with a glass of milk. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. That doesn't sound like it tastes good together. All right. I have, I'm on the same boat as you, by the way. I haven't had milk, yeah. like a glass of milk, in yeah. like two years. Okay. Okay. okay, can I also point out the fact that the milk, I don't know where downstairs you got this milk, Yeah, definitely was not in the fridge. It feels like it was behind the fridge because it is warm. Oh, no. Yeah, warm it's warm. Oh, okay, so. so warm milk and Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the Sprite, too, is warm. Okay. So, what were those? Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> the Sprite's warm? It's like you left the Sprite out on a sidewalk or something. <laughs> so, it's warm milk and Sprite. Okay. Okay. Yum. So, Mocha, you know, the, uh, you know the measurements, right? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a sec. Okay, there you go. Now, okay. keep in mind, keep in mind, you, get, you only have one can of Sprite here, right? So, don't go, oh, right, right. Don't go willy-nilly with the milk. Okay, so, I'm going to pour more you got, milk. You got way more milk than you do Sprite. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So Mocha has now evenly poured. Uh, they have like clear solo size cups, okay. and uh, the milk is already in the cup. Now in goes the sprite. Oof. This oh. is not going to go well. Okay. It's not curdling. No, it doesn't curdle. Okay. So there. Yeah. That's for you, damn it, Maury. Okay. Ew! It smells like a fart. <laughs> now, if you remember really the guy <laughs> that called in, yeah. he didn't say he would sip on it. He said we had to gulp. They had to gulp he in. would take gulps of milk and Sprite. Okay, hold on. So, so are you guys going together or are you going to do separacies? <laughs> I think it needs to be separacies. Okay, honestly? Yeah. So it's milk and Sprite. Honestly, yeah. it kind of smells like my kid's diaper. So like a fart. What did I say? Yeah, really? It really does. Let me smell that. Hold on, let me get, my, like nose let me get my nose in there. Oh, a little bit yeah, like di- it does. Like diaper, right? It smells a little diapery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who's going to go first? Should we just do it together? Cheers. Okay. But yeah. we have to do, but it has to be a gulp. Yeah. yeah it, I'll gulp. Okay. You have to monitor him. Make okay. sure he doesn't take a sip. Okay. Okay. Ma- Maury, you know the deal with this, right? Okay. So this is by requests. Milk okay. and Sprite. Cheers. Go for it. Bottoms Cheers. up, gentlemen. Gulp. Like, there's no reaction so far. There's no reaction. Don't tell me it's good. Don't tell me that's good. It's kind of good. Don't tell me that's good. It's not bad. Don't tell me that's good. I'm not going to lie. Milk with Sprite? It's not bad. Dude, you want to taste? First of all, somebody going, hey, milk and Sprite, that's not bad. Maybe the most white trash thing I've ever heard. And I'm from Acton. Yo, you want to try it? No. No. Here, I didn't didn't lick from here. Oh, God, Maury. It's actually not. Maury, don't ever hand me anything ever again. Looking to share with me, saying, "Don't worry, I didn't lick it here." <laughs> Dude, this is fantastic. I may have yeah. a new favorite beverage. Are you kidding me? It's actually pretty good. It's good, oh. despite the fact it smells like diaper milk <laughs> and Sprite. It's actually pretty good. Also, look at how disgusting the sides of those cups are. Mm. You guys are go. That's fourth fourth sips for you. I can't believe what I'm watching right now. 
I really can't. You both finished it. Wow. I, I yeah, thought this was going to be right up there on top of the grossest thing you guys have ever no, done. No, this is actually really milk. good. Yeah, milk and Sprite. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's we may have good. problems. Okay, well, there we go. So this, by request, was the first one that didn't make one of you guys want to vomit. Yeah. Uh, so let's put this in the win column. So, yeah, for sure. So, okay, so everything else we've ever done on this show, horrid. Yeah, disgusting. But somehow in the not-too-bad column, we have milk and Sprite. Yeah, for the win. Do you want more? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, I could sure go for a nice tall <laughs> glass of warm milk and warm Sprite again. Dude, I'm just looking on Twitter right now and somebody named Beef Chief just sent us a picture. <laughs> Beef Chief? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, somebody just sent us a picture uh, of their kitchen table where they have two glasses of milk and a can of Sprite ready to go. Being like they got to try this. Wow, beef cheap. <laughs> I, I, I think it was even better. I think it was better being warm. Yeah. So that was uh, by request um, when you guys had tried Sprite and milk. And it sounds disgusting, but the shocking truth of it is both you and Maury loved it. Yeah, it was good. Sprite I was surprised. and milk. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed that drink. It tasted yeah. like carbonated yogurt. <laughs> that's okay. like what you like you put yogurt under the soda stream and just pop <laughs> bubbles into it okay like, that okay. sounds gross that's not so it gross. Uh, not it at all, at all. Okay. oh hi my name is Asha what's up Asha how are you oh my god I can't believe I got on to you guys oh my god this is incredible um first of all I love you guys oh thank you this, this is in regards to the um the milk and Sprite thingy. So I'm from Guyana, and we actually, growing up as, as a child, uh, we drink, you know, the carnation milk with cream soda. Yeah. My folks are Guyanese as well, and they did the exact same thing. So you drink milk and cream soda? Yeah. Yeah. Carnation milk. What's carnation milk? It's the uh, you know condensed the milk. In the can? Oh. Yeah. The con- yeah. You pour that yeah. in cream soda? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It acts, that's really? good. It yeah. tastes like a milkshake, I guess, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Fizzy. It's, mm. it's amazing. So delicious. It's pretty good. Wow. Uh, somebody else, uh, Asha, somebody else tweeted the exact same thing. A guy named uh, Roberto. Rob, oh. who listens to the show, he said the exact same thing about carnation milk and uh, and cream huh, soda. Interesting. Never heard of that before. Exactly. You should try it. Product in the Philippines, Milkis, where it's already <laughs> mixed for you in a big jug. Milkis? <laughs> From where? From the Philippines? Milkis. Milkis? That sounds disgusting. That's what it says on the label, but when Rod says it, it sounds like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Asha. Thank you. Hey, it's Razamoka, a.k.a. Milk. Look at Sprite. What's up? Hey, um, so I know you said it's like the grossest thing you've ever heard, this concoction of milk and Sprite. It sounds gross, but apparently the guys say it was delicious. Yeah, I liked it. Okay, so there's actually a drink that they sell in Korea called Milkis, and it's a milk soda. And I can only imagine it tastes like that. We oh. were just talking about Milkis. Yeah, so Maury, when you said... They sell this in the Philippines. Somebody Do you said, mean Korea? Somebody said Philippines. I guess more than one place. Somebody oh, okay. said Philippines. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I guess originated from Korea. I, I, I think that's where I found it. Oh, okay. Um, and you mix it with soju, and it's like the best cocktail ever. Oh, damn! That's What's your name? Crazy. Wow. Uh, Denise. Thanks so much. Yeah. No worries. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? Hi, how are you guys? Good, how are you? Good, I just want to say you're fabulous. You guys are honestly awesome. But your Coke, your Sprite and milk, 
I used to have Coke and milk. It's awesome as a kid. Coke and milk? It's delicious. So you grew up in a trailer, huh? (laughs) 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 This was my parents' idea of like a treat. It was delicious. Really, huh? Wow, Coke and milk. I'm telling you, it's awesome. I bet you can name 10 different games to play as a kid that involves one spare tire. <laughs> that this is why I love you. This is why I love you guys. Uh, what is your name? Uh, Natasha. Natasha, yeah. thank you so much for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you for being awesome. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me read you this headline here. Men who speak faster have better love lives and have more and have twice as many partners compared to men who speak slower, according really? to research. A study has revealed that talking faster helps men woo women more successfully. Woo. Why? Because <laughs> women can't understand what they're saying? I don't know. So research Super discovered fast, that, smooth talker? No, it's about confidence. So research huh. discovered that confident men who are rapid-fire conversationalists are smooth-talking their way into women's lives uh, over their slower-talking rivals. Academics asked 124 heterosexual volunteers, 68 women and 56 men, to take part in a dating game. And what they found was that the fastest speaking men in the competition hit a rate of 6.47 syllables per second without pause. And they proved to be more experienced lovers. Having four partners in the past year, they said, while women with less breathy voices and shorter speech duration had fewer partners compared to the more breathy woman. So, Maury, come in here for a second. I had Maury prepare what he would do in a sort of roundtable, like uh, speed dating type situation. Okay. And I've broken it all down line by line, uh, how many syllables in total and how long it should take Maury uh, in order to be successful at uh, at reading this. So, Maury, you understand syllables, first of all, correct? The clapping thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, so Maury, let me roll um, up my sleeves. Yeah, roll up your sleeves. So Maury, this is your sort of introduction. Say, if you were to do a speed dating thing, right? This is your inter- introduction. Uh, Mocha, would you like to time this? <clears throat> would I? Okay. So Maury, you just want to let's get a handle on syllables here first. So Maury, give us the first couple of lines and uh, count syllables. First, read it, then count it. No. Okay. Hello, my name is Maury Sherman. I was born in Toronto. I still live in Toronto. Okay, now count syllables while doing that. Hello, my name is Maury Sherman. Okay, was anyone counting? Yeah, it's nine. Go ahead. Okay. I was born in... Excuse me? Hold on, what? I <laughs> was born, born, born two. Two? Born is one syllable. Born. <laughs> Say it again. Born. Okay. Now say it without clapping. Born. Right. Now with clapping. Born. Okay. Without clapping? Born. With clapping. Born. Okay. (laughs) Well. Born is one syllable. Okay. Let's just go with that. Yes, correct. Wrong. I was (laughs) born in Toronto. I still live in Toronto. Yeah, this is going to work for you. <laughs> uh, okay, so so the You're whole thing with all that clapping. Uh, You're okay. going to pick up so many dudes. So so line one. <laughs> 
Line one is nine syllables. Uh, line two is 14 syllables, just so you know, Mocha. Uh, line three is 21 syllables, oh then 23 God. syllables, then 30 syllables. Then we finish it off with line uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, which is 19 syllables. The way that this works is they say that men have to speak 6.47 syllables per second, so we'll round that up to 6.5. In total, Maury has 116 syllables to get to, which means, Maury, you have to read this entire passage in 17 seconds. And remember, yeah, how do you do and that remember, and remember, make it sexy. Oh my God! Remember what the intent for is. Am I with starting this. from the top? Okay, so Mocha, if uh, you want to, if you want to count Maury uh, in here, if you have the no, stopwatch, well, am I also counting syllables? Uh, if you would like, yes. So clapping too, and uh, also just in case you're joining us, so they say that men who speak faster have better love life, love lives, and uh, have had twice as many partners compared to their rivals who speak slower. They said that uh, the average guy who is in the upper echelon of sexiness speaks six point four seven syllables per second without pause. So Maury. This is you uh, on fantasy speed dating here. Um, give us your your full introduction. Mocha's going to time you. Again, 17 seconds to complete this. With claps. Yes, sure. Ready? Yeah. In three, two, one, go. Hello, my name is Maury Sherman. I was born in Toronto. I still live in Toronto. I'm currently 40 years young and married happily to my husband, Matthew. I love to man watch on the beach in the summer with a nice cider and a package of dried figs. My favorite part of a guy's body is the shoulder and the shins. I love to be, <laughs> I love to be chest tickled or tickled on my arm. Nothing makes me happier than a sitting back with a bowl of popcorn or cheese. <laughs> okay, so how long was that? That was 30 seconds. Okay, Maury, you got to do all of this in 17 okay. seconds. Remember, Hello, my name remember, is Maury remember, make it sexy. Hello, my name is Maury no, Sherman. Stop. Okay. Hold on, I got to count you in, bro. Oh, yeah. Okay. Getting too excited. Ready? In <laughs> yeah. three, two, one. Go. Hello, my name is Maury Sherman. I was born in Toronto. I still live in Toronto. I'm currently 40 years young. Can you pause for one second? Married. Can I just say that on your script, Maury, here you wrote 40 years young, Y-O-N-G-E. Young. Yeah. <laughs> okay, continue. I'm currently 40. Oh, now you gotta start again. Okay, okay. Jesus. Okay, try try yeah. it one time without the claps. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay, just okay, without sure. the claps. Super yeah. fast. Super okay, fast. I don't know how you're gonna count the syllables. I know what they are. Go ahead. <laughs> Ready? In three, two, one, go. Hello, my name is Maury Sherman. I was born in Toronto. I still live in Toronto. I'm currently 40 years young and married happily to my husband, Matthew. I love to man watch on the beach in the summer with a nice cider and a package of dried figs. My favorite part of a guy's body is his shoulders and shins. I love to be chest tickled or tickled on my own arm. Nothing makes me happier than a than sitting back with a bowl of popcorn or cheese. Hey, how long was that? Twenty seven seconds. Twenty seven seconds more. You're gonna have ten seconds off it. Three, two, one. Go. Hello, my name is Maury Sherman. I was born in Toronto. I still live in Toronto. I'm currently 40 years young and married happily to my husband, Matthew. I love to man-watch on the beach in the summer with a nice cider and a package of figs. My favorite part of a guy's body is his shoulders and shins. I love to chest... I love to be chest-tickled or tickling my own arm. Nothing makes me happier than sitting back with a bowl of popcorn or cheese. How long was that? How long was that? Uh, you still... you close. How long was that? Can, can you... That was 18.3 seconds. Okay, but keep in mind, this is what science says. This, according to the study, this is how fast guys talk who are most successful with partners. Maybe they're this using is how smaller fast. words. Like they're not using words like shoulder. They're doing 6.47 <laughs> syllables per second. Last chance, Maury. Okay, okay ready? In yeah. three, two, one, go. Hello, my name is Maury Sherman. I was born in Toronto. I still live in Toronto. I'm currently 40 years young and married happily to my husband, Matthew. I love to man watch on the beach in, my, in the summer with a nice cider and a package of dried figs. My favorite part of a guy's body 
body is just shoulder and chins. I love to be chest tickled or tickle my own arms. Nothing makes me happier than sitting back with a bowl of popcorn or cheese. Oh! <laughs> Yo, you got 14.34 seconds. Oh! Dating, here we go. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, Tron's Mocha. Who's this? Hey, it's Brandon. What's up, Brandon? How are you, man? Good, 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 good. Hey, we got Maury in the room. Uh, he can be here. Maury, in a, in like you're needed. Split. We need some clarification from Maury. Oh, okay. What's up, Brandon? Okay, so we were, listen- we were we were talking about his speed dating. Yeah. We need some clarification from the speed dating attempt. I, I know what a testicle is, Maury, but what's a chesticle? Chest tickle. Like when you, you raise your shirt and you're cuddling with somebody and they rub their tips of their fingers on your chest in a slow upward and downward motion to sort of yeah, give you the chest, tickling sensation. That's a chest tickle, but man, you were saying chesticle. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm sitting across the, the da- table from you, I don't know if I'd be dating you if you want some chesticles. I don't <laughs> think he was asking for chesticles. I think he was asking for chest tickles. I don't know. He likes chesticles. Well, I think there's a fine line between chesticles and chesticles. I actually prefer chest tickles. Right. I, I think we all do. Yeah. I actually, I, my chest is numb. I have no feeling in my chest. Did you really? know that? Yeah, no. I, have no, I, have no feeling, I have no feeling in my chest. What happened? I hate having my chest touched. Because when I was younger, both my lungs collapsed, and they had to do all sorts of surgery on me, yeah. where, where they cut me on the sides. Yeah. Uh, it messed up all the nerves in my chest. And so if you, like if Catherine is tickling my chest, yeah. what it feels like is if you took a piece of paper and put it over your chest, and then somebody tickled on top of that. Oh, or I can really? I can feel the pressure, but I have no sensation whatsoever. Oh no! Yeah, where uh, where my chest is. Same thing with my nipples. That's like a I have no. Uh, I have very very little feeling in my uh, really? in my nipples. Yeah, what about yeah. Your oh, underarm. Yeah, my underarm. Um, yeah, it starts to get better in my underarm, but like my actual chest, like you yeah. know, when, you know, when somebody put you their head on your chest and just sure. sort of give you those like little tickles, run their fingers through that hair, right? Yeah, uh, yeah I feel nothing. Really? I, I feel, I feel, what a I feel nothing. Yeah. What a waste. So, how hard does Maury have to pinch until you feel it? Shut up, dude. Great question. <laughs> I thought you were on our side. I thought you were goofing on Maury. <laughs> I'm a jerk. Just stop, it. <laughs> Just stop it. Thanks, Brandon. Later, bro. All right, see ya. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Roz, when you were traveling uh, with Air Transat, earlier this year with your family. Did you guys take advantage of uh, Kids Club? We did, yeah. yeah. And especially on the flight. Kids Club's really great on the flight. They came around and they just have stuff specifically for kids, yeah. right? And and when you're traveling with a kid, you know that it's hell for the most part. Airports with a little kid are hell. Roxy's a little older now, so she's a pretty decent traveler. But what Air Transat does is they specifically make moments on a flight to cater just directly to the kids, which one, makes them feel special, two, makes them feel comfortable, and uh, three, makes for a much easier flight. Uh, and when you guys traveled, Roxy was free because she's like almost nine now. Yeah. And Kids Club with Air Transat is free for kids aged two to 11 you get free seat selection uh, dedicated check-in counter for the people who are traveling pre-boarding for members and their families uh, even in economy class this is huge dude yeah and i'll tell you on other airlines because Catherine has traveled a lot of places with roxy and on other airlines many times i cannot tell you the amount of times she's booked tickets and it is clearly an adult traveling with a child because that is how you have to book your tickets they get to the airport and they're not sitting together yeah and then it's a fight for her yeah. right which don't have that problem with their transat uh, airtransat.com 
Tom to learn more about their kids club. Uh, again, it's free for kids age 2 to 11. Plus, you get priority baggage handling, which is massive. Massive. All right, what do you want to do now? Phone call. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, it's actually my birthday today, and I'm just wondering you guys play uh, 5 and 7. I know. Hold on, hold on, stop, 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 stop. Your phone sucks, dude. <laughs> oh, it sucks? Yeah. Where are it, you right We can now? barely hear you. Are you, like, still laying in bed on the phone with us? No. I am on the phone sitting at a desk. Oh, oh, oh you're at work. So you're trying to keep quiet so nobody else hears that you're talking to Razamoka. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So do you want us to pretend like this is a business call? Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay, okay well, cool. uh, what's your name, first of all? Uh, Justin. Justin, where do you work? Like, what do you do for a living? No, that, he's going to give that away. You can't, he, why would he be on the phone talking to somebody where he, where he works? No, no, no. Right. I, I want to know so that, that we can ask questions based on... But he can't actually say the words where he works in an office where he works. Okay, why well, would anybody do that? Well, what, what do you do for a living then? I work at a bank. It's a very, uh, very fun job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like so much fun, Justin. So do we need to like pretend like it's a business call? Like just say generic-y things? Well, no. We actually have to try and get information out of him. He has to, we have to get generic answers out of him. But we need to still find out information about him. Uh, Justin, can you tell us what the uh, current mortgage rate is at? Uh, I do not know that at the moment. I can definitely find out for you and get back to you oh okay that'd yeah, be great yeah can we take out a loan uh for you maury i don't think you'd be approved right oh. <laughs> okay why have i heard that before uh, not just from a bank yeah so it's uh it's so it's your it's your birthday can you give us the uh the, the year you were born uh 1994 1994 oh, okay uh, 27 year. years that is not right. That's not right, Mary. No. <laughs> and that's, that's why you don't get approved for that loan. <laughs> that is incorrect. Uh, so it's your birthday today. That is correct. Do you wish you didn't have to work on your birthday? I did. It should be a national holiday, actually. It should be a holiday. My husband's right. company, they give you the day off for your birthday. Yeah, I, I said this, man. The next time somebody runs as prime minister of this country and you want to add to your mandate, your campaign that uh, the people of Canada no longer have to work on their birthdays. It's literally just one day off per person per year. And uh, I would vote for somebody who campaigned on you don't have to work on your birthday. What if your birthday lands on a Saturday? Then you you move it, Maury. Just have some imagination. Hey, Justin, so at your workplace... When it's somebody's birthday, does the office like get together and do like a big, uh, big thing like at lunch? Like, will someone take you out for lunch, or will someone bring a cake and like share it around the office? Yeah, it's normally a cake kind of deal where I work. Do they get to ask you, or do they ask you what kind of a cake you want? Um, or they just kind of pick up like a generic? Yeah, just pretty generic cake. Do you guys ever, when a guy, when somebody comes in and they, you know, deposit a check or whatever? And uh, if they have like an incredible amount of money in their account, do you guys ever gossip about it afterwards? Oh, I don't. I'm not a teller. Oh, do oh, the, do the, the, the office. Do the do the tellers gossip about it afterwards? I have no clue, but I would assume so. Yeah, I would assume oh, so no. too. Do you have yeah. the ability to look up Raz's net worth? <laughs> so it's. It's a lot more than yours, Maury. Right, thanks. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, jeez. <laughs> Justin bring the fire on his own birthday. Yes, and because it's your birthday, what did you want us to play? Uh, I was wondering if you guys could play five and seven. Yes, yes. we can okay, do that. Okay, let us get, get things organized, and then when we come back, we'll play five and seven just for your birthday, Justin. Great, looking forward to it. All right. Thank you, brother. Take care, man. <laughs> thanks, guys. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. All right, by request, gentlemen, would you like to play five and seven? This is... 
is five in seven. Oh, baby, here we go. Here we go. Uh, five and seven, very, very simple game. Uh, I will ask Damon Mooring to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Uh, Mocha, you will be our official judge and timekeeper as always. Damn it, Maury, good morning. Yeah. Are you ready? Always. Maury. Name five foods you eat off the bone. Okay, so meat. Um, about meat. Um, loser. Okay. I was, looking, I was looking for ribs, oh, like wait, wings, meat. a T-bone, a turkey leg, marrow, lamb chop. So okay, so like elaborate off the bone, right? Right. Like some, Chicken wings. Meat. Yeah. Yeah, but I went. I said meat. Okay. No. Man. <sighs> Maury, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Name five words that rhyme with word. Word spurred, dirt, turd, um, curd, flirt, flirt. Loser. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. Can you please, for everybody, damn it, Maury, explain what a dirt is? <laughs> Oh my goodness! I hit my head, dirt. Okay, what is a fl- <laughs> what is it, Maury? Maury, what is you mean a- like derp? <laughs> what is a flirt? Oh, that was such a hot guy, and he totally flirted with me. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, oh dirt. Uh, incorrect. Uh, Maury, name five things you can fly. Okay, an airplane, a kite. Um, I can fly like a bird. Um, bird. <laughs> Loser. I don't know if you can fly a bird. No. Birds can fly. Yeah, birds can <laughs> learn how to fly on their own. Yeah, you can't fly a bird. I would have accepted helicopter, hot air balloon, kite, as you said, paper airplane. Uh, I would have even given you the coop. You can fly the coop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, dirt. Dirt. <laughs> okay, Maury, are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Maury, name five four syllable words. Happy. No. Home, grocery, that's three, um, uh, loser. <laughs> I like how he said home and it was one clap. <laughs> you were getting high though, you got to grocery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do you want to do over on that one real quick? Quickly. Okay, okay. I think so, Can, yeah. First of all, name one four-syllable word. I'm trying, I'm getting there. Um, donkey. No. Giraffe. Keep going. Um, um, automobile. <gasps> automobile. Okay, here we go. Maury, are you ready? Maury. <laughs> what is this? Maury. Name- Have you seen my automobile? Maury, name five four syllable words. Go. Automobile. Um, lawn mower. Lawn, lawn mower. Um, telephone. Oh. Uh, loser. What about helicopter? Oh, television. Yes, television is one of them, Maury. Okay. You're right. Uh, ability. Ability. Community. Community. Institution. Why do you put an A in community? <laughs> Institution. Uh, vegetable. Vegetable. Yeah. Uh, variety. Variety. There you go. Those are all four-syllable <laughs> words, Maury. Uh, and finally, before we go, uh, Maury, are you ready? Mm. Maury, name five things that get smaller the longer you use it. <laughs> um, pencil. Um, spaghetti. Um, loser. <laughs> Bro, did you say spaghetti? <laughs> <Yeah>. A derb. <laughs> you said spaghetti? 
because like I was picturing you eating it and it gets smaller. Okay, would have given you yes, pencil eraser, uh, ice cubes, so- soap, candles. I would have even given you the soles of your shoes, Mary. <laughs> right? Spaghetti. <laughs> Twerd. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's our favorite time of year, Roz. Oh, I know. The, without a doubt, most popular group we've ever had, group of individuals we've ever had on the Roz and Mocha Show in the nine years that we've been doing this show. And I would say the guests that have been on the show more than any other guests. <laughs> yes. Have we, have we had Stein at Wilco? No. No, <laughs> not at all. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back the Wiggles. Says this is your eighth time really? on the Young Razamo show. Yes. Oh my god! Wow. We saw you guys on a bus <laughs> with pink costumes on. Yeah, There's... a beautiful new picture of you two. Yeah. Um, and you looked you looked dashing. We call them suits, not costumes. Just yeah. for the record. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Anthony and Emma Wiggle are here. Um, let's talk about this real quick. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle the tour. Twenty five cities right across the country. I just want to hit these dates real quick. October 4th in Ottawa, Centerpoint Theatres. October 6th and 7th in Hamilton at First Ontario Concert Hall. October 11th, Brampton, the Rose Theatre. Toronto, you got two dates. October 13th and 14th, both at the uh, Sony Centre for the Performing Arts in Barrie on October 17th, the Barrie Molson Centre. And our friends in Vancouver will get to see you on October 30th at the Orpheum. So, must be exhausted. It's a big tour, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the most amount of shows we've done in Canada um, as the new lineup of the Wiggles. It's really? about 80 shows. Wow. In so that's just in Canada, but when you're touring yeah. everywhere else. So how many days a year are you Ooh. are you on the road? I think it's about nine months of the year. Nine months? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's yeah. good. <laughs> and then during that time though when you are on the road so much i know you recently put out the the wiggle pop album yeah. and plus emma you guys are filming the new emma yes. uh new emma show and, yes and we're filming wiggles show here in canada we're doing a whole lot of so uh, we've taken a camera with us for the whole tour so when do you find the time to write material for that stuff and also figure out uh when and where you're going to film oh we, we we write when we're on the bus or driving along or in, and we've got ollie our wonderful guitar hero here he's only 20 years old and um he, he's just name a song a great rock song he'll play it oh, uh, oh man thunderstruck <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 Give me oh, oh, uh, uh, Back in black. That's all he. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Okay, one more. What's another, what's another classic guitar walking track? No, not Walking in Memphis, Morning. Oh. He said a great rock song. Uh, uh, do the Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Uh, Zeppelin. Do the, Black Dog or something. Do, yeah, any, either any Zeppelin or give me your hottest GNR lick. Oh, um. Come on, Ollie. Come on, Ollie. Uh, Don't let us on. down, my yeah. So good. Wow. Uh, See? One of the Brilliant. things that, that we absolutely love uh, is when you guys come in and not only visit, but we have a great chat, but uh, also when you perform a custom Razamoka yeah. song. And I understand that you guys have one prepared for us today. We, we, we do. do. We, we do. We, we wrote it on the way over. <laughs> <laughs> 
It wasn't a very approaching number. Thanks, thanks for the dedication. <laughs> We're all all your hard work. To you. <laughs> Okay, are you ready? Okay, we're ready. From, from Led Zeppelin to the Glasgow Hornpipe. Are you starting straight words. away? Yeah, okay. okay. Are you ready? Hello, Roz. Hello, Mocha. It's lovely to be in Canada. We brought the big red car. We're going to travel far from Toronto to Vancouver. Toronto is the land of the bow. We'll see you at the show from the land of kangaroo. We've talked over to you. I'm wearing yellow and Anthony's in blue. Well, we're starting in Newfoundland, in St. John's. We love their axes, but where do they come from? Well, we'll have to get on the road to visit everyone. But no matter where we go, our faves the Ros and Mocha show. Well, we're starting in Newfoundland, in St. John's. We love their accents, but where do they come from? Well, we'll have to get on the road to visit is everyone but no matter where we go our faves are Rosa Mocha show are the best. Before we go, can I just, I want to read this uh, Ryan Reynolds exchange that you guys had with him oh, over yes. Twitter. Yes. Okay, so the Wiggles uh, tweeted Ryan Reynolds. They said, uh, hey, Ryan Reynolds, can you recommend a good place for us to do the propeller in your beautiful home country? We're there in under a week. Feel free to join in. We've got some spare skivvies packed. Hashtag wiggle, wiggle, wiggle tour. Hashtag Canada. And then Ryan Reynolds replied and he said, uh, laws and guidelines differ from province to province, but Canada has always been a sexually adventurous country. <laughs> then he replied again being, apologies, you meant a different propeller. This is fine. Anywhere in Canada, I'd be happy to join. Are you going to get him on stage? Oh, absolutely. We yes. Yeah. yeah. But I was shocked because he wrote that first answer and I wrote OMG. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, we've never gotten tweets like this before. I don't, I don't know if there's two groups called the Wiggles out there, but we may have a sound. Yeah, the Wiggles, I Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Which one of you nerds knows more about computers? Well, it depends. What do you need to know? Well, I because I I mean, my grandmother calls me almost every day to help her with hers. Okay. Does your grandmother call you every day, Mocha? Uh, about computers? Oh. I don't have a grandma. Oh. Would she? <laughs> yes. Okay. Mmm, tight race so far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maury's kind of winning because his grandma's still alive. Okay, so. <laughs> I have two grandmas. <laughs> <laughs> Way to rub it in. Jeez, yeah, <laughs> man. Nobody needs two grandmas. Uh, so I was on this tip last night where I was like messing around on my computer and I, I was having problems with the USB port. Okay. And I'm like, man, you know, I've been using a computer forever. Wait, USB or USB-C? USB. Okay, old school. And I was like, what does USB mean? What You're, does USB stand for? USB. Yeah, oh, smart guy. Listen, leave me alone. I ain't got no grandmas. That's true. More, you have to go second. Mocha gets first guess because you still have two grandmas. Sub <laughs> <laughs> granny. What does USB stand for? What does USB stand for? Ultimate. Okay. Sizable. Yeah. Bitmatic. <laughs> Ultimate sizable bitmatic. Good guess, Mocha. Maury? Universal serial board. <laughs> You know, hold on. Okay, say, say, board. Say it again. Board. Universal serial board. 
What's a universal serial abort? Wait, wait, what's abort? It's um port with a B. Uh, Okay. Universal serial board? <laughs> <laughs> like surfboard. <laughs> no, it's universal serial bus. Which is wrong. That's what it means. Okay. Um, gentlemen, we all know what CD means, right? Yeah, compact disc. Thank you. But remember we all got computers and it was a CD-ROM? Oh. What, is, what does CD-ROM mean? More, okay, you go, go first. Ahead, okay. Compact disc read-only memory. More, Mocha? Or, I don't know. I have no idea. Compact disk read-only memory. Oh. Uh, what does CPU mean? CPU. Yeah. Seen that before a million times. Never knew what it was. What does CPU mean? Computer. Port. Portable. Ah, okay. Computer. Portable. Do you mean portable or boardable? <laughs> <laughs> Portable, yeah. Business. You <laughs> said CPU, no, right? Yeah, it's a central oh, central processing unit. You were not going to get that, Maury. Uh, HDMI. What does HDMI mean? Remember Hi. how HDMI cable started off and they were two hundred dollars each, oh and, and then yes. and then the, and the world came around to realize that there's absolutely no difference between a six dollar HDMI cable yeah. and a six hundred dollar HDMI you can get cable. Get like a two hundred pack for five bucks on yeah. Amazon. Isn't that crazy? Okay, HDMI. HDMI, gentlemen. What does HDMI mean? High definition media input. Maury, that high definition immediate input. Median input? <laughs> <laughs> he said HDMI. Not HD. I, I. I. <laughs> no, high definition multimedia interface. Multimedia? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that's one word. Yeah. All right. uh, what does PDF mean? PDF. Yeah, PDF. We all, we all get them all the time. PDF file can't open it on my computer. I'm never going to read it. Personal data file. Oh, that's better. What were you going to say? say? Photo data um, fun. Who sends you photos in PDFs, Maury? <laughs> photo data fun. <laughs> weirdo. That's like, that's photo data fun? That's how you keep secrets. That's how you keep Photo data fun. No, it's not photo data fun. It's a portable document format. Oh, stupid. Yes. Okay, uh, you got one more? One more, yeah. RAM. Go for it. RAM. RAM. Read all memory. Read all memory. Mocha? Because, yeah, yeah. Route all media. Oh, random access memory. Oh. oh. Half a point. Right? Feel sorry for me, guys. I ain't got no grandmas. That's true. <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. According to social media, everybody went apple picking this weekend. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. You didn't do that? No. I was at a wedding. You didn't do my sister-in-law got married. Oh, uh, right. Well, congratulations to them. That's incredible. Yeah. I like so that. We were busy with the that. sister that married Artem. And yes. um, Love him. According to social media, everybody did go. Damon Mori went apple picking, and uh, he went apple picking with his dad and his husband, Damon mm-hmm. Matthew. And we'll... Oh, he, yeah, he, just he, the three dudes? He recorded, the, he recorded the whole thing. Here's just a little taste. Dad, do you see me? I'm juiced around the corner. Are you out here to pick apples, or are you just out here 
holding a microphone and you're preoccupied. We came all the way over here. It's a gorgeous day. Look at the sky. Okay. okay. So that one. God, over. I love that you so much, great. Frank. And more. So what were you, you? So Maury went apple picking with his family on the weekend, and then what happened? You went back to your dad's, and there was they threw a surprise Thanksgiving. It, there was a thing like we put the turkey what? in before, but we had no idea when we went there that it was going to be an early Thanksgiving dinner. Who they, does like, early Thanksgiving? Well, because they go to their trailer or whatever on the long weekend, so the, to be able to do like it all two together. two weeks, bro. <laughs> yeah, but they're not available. Yeah, but okay, can I just say, like, with Thanksgiving, I understand maybe you got to do, like, an early Christmas or Hanukkah and even somebody's birthday, whatever. Yeah. But if you're not going to be around on Thanksgiving, you don't do early Thanksgiving two weeks before hey, Thanksgiving. Hey, I like a good turkey dinner. Right. So, so does that mean you have, like, a full turkey full dinner turkey on Saturday? With the giblets and all and uh, mashed sweet potatoes and stuffing and everything. Oh, wow. The tradition is my dad and I share the heart. Right. What? Excuse me? <laughs> My dad and I share the What are you, Vikings? <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's the, the man of the house. you grow up in a cult? We <laughs> both split the heart. That's like yeah, that's like what that kids, gross. like what dads in movies did with their kid when they teach them how to hunt. Yeah. You know where they go and they like cut at the heart and then you guys sit in a field or before and share you become it. a soldier. Yeah, like are you a man now? Like is that what happened? Like you, your, your dad, you and your dad share a heart of an animal and then you're a man now. Like is that how that works? Manest man there is. Uh, so what else? What are the traditions? So we go do you guys around the do? table. Tradition is is that we go around the table and say what we're thankful oh, for. Oh God, I hate those dinners. Yeah. Because what? You have nothing to add? I have nothing I'm thankful for. So we start, <laughs> <laughs> so we start with my uh, Donna, my stepmom, then we go over to Kyle, then Matthew, yeah, then sure. me, then Daniel and my dad. Okay. So when it gets a- around to me, you know, I, I thought, oh, this is the greatest thing. In my mind, I'm like, I'm going to say something. So I said, to, first of all, my dad was thankful for everything, but Donna kept going, and and your wife. Right. And your wife. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> then it came to me, and I said, I was thankful for the ability of being thankful. What does that mean? That's stupid. No, it makes complete sense. Why is that stupid? What I'm does that even mean? Thankful for the ability to be thankful. Like you're yeah, thankful for it. like like thought. I'm thankful because I have the ability to be thankful for what. Whatever Explain I want that. To be thankful for. So I have the ability. Yeah. I'm thankful that I have the ability to be thankful That's for my family. Selfish. Okay. So say that again. I'm thankful yeah. that I have the ability yeah. to be thankful right. for my family. So you're thankful for your family? No, I'm thankful for the ability to be thankful for them. For the thought of being thankful. Okay, but hold on here. Say that again. So does that mean you're not really thankful for your family? No, but I sure I am. But, but okay, say it in again. In this instance, I'm thankful yeah. for the ability. For the ability. To be thankful. To be thankful. For my family. For my family. So basically, you're oh, thankful, so you're for, thankful your family. for your family. Yeah, no. For your family. Yes, but no. I'm thankful. No, yes. The answer is yes, no, but nothing not. else. But yes, I am thankful for them. But in this instance, I'm thankful that I have the ability to be thankful. What do you mean the them? ability to be thankful? Like, I guess it's like, I'm so glad I have the ability to do it. But what do you mean? Because if you didn't, you wouldn't say it? If I didn't have the ability, then I'm not but, thankful for But what for do you them. mean ability? To actually say the words? The words, the thought, like everything. I'm thankful that I have that ability. So you're thankful for you. <laughs> and everything that comes yeah, with you. Yeah, that's why you. I said, that's why when we first started talking about this, I said, you're, that's like selfish. That's a real selfish statement to be making. No, I didn't think it selfishly. You didn't think it selfishly. <laughs> God, <laughs> you are a wordsmith, bro. <laughs> 
Hey, Kiss, it's Raza Mocha. I think he's trying to say having the opportunity to be thankful. Nah, he said ability. <laughs> ability? Really? Is that what you meant, Maury? Come in here and clarify for it. I, I still I, I think can't... he means ability. Yeah. Like, no, he's trying to say he has the opportunity and he's thankful that he has. No, no, stop trying to save the guy. He knows what he said. But what he says makes sense, too. So basically, so are you trying to say I'm thankful for having stuff to be thankful for? That as well, yes. Oh, God, that's so selfish. But what I meant was, is like, no sense at all, Corey. (laughs) Yes, thank you. (laughs) No, but I'm thankful. That I'm given the opportunity to be thankful. Oh, now you changed the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, you've just yeah. changed what you're saying. To yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm thankful. Stop trying to save yourself, bro. Yeah, nah, it's not working. Yeah, 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 how did that, okay, well, the one thing we didn't, the one thing we didn't hear was how did that go over at the table? Everyone looked at me and was like, "I'm sorry, what?" Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. everybody exactly. listening right now. But I thought it would be like you know what is those those things that people say that are like you know real like oh wow that was really. Words. Were you trying to hallmark? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you say something and everyone's like, "Whoa, that was deep, bro, profound." Oh, you thought that it was profound. Yeah, yeah it doesn't that work with you though. That was profoundly wrong to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, profound's not a good look for you, more. I was really no. trying because everyone yeah. was saying they were thankful for family, so yeah. I was trying N- to next, sound next smart. time. Next time, y'all doing that around the table and it gets to you, just say clothes. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So I guess this was the weekend for apple picking. I had no idea. Yeah. And what, that's it? Like, if you try to go this no. coming weekend, you won't get any of the No, I don't think so, because we, we went yeah. last weekend, and it was still good. Yeah. This is the cusp of it ending. It so is. The, a lot, the farm that we went to, it's like they have the sort of the map on when you enter in, and it sort of says, like, October. Is, they'll just sell them only in the store. They start taking them off the trees. I gotcha. Oh. I gotcha. They put them away for the winter. And so uh, Maury went apple picking with his husband and his, uh, and his father, family, but uh, mainly his husband, Damon Matthew, and his dad, Frank. And what did you do? You just trolled them the whole time? Yeah, because you got to add some fun. Sure. Matthew, it's eye to the sky and pull. Eye to the sky. You don't, you're going to take the whole damn tree. Eye to the sky and pull. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eye to the sky and pull you. <laughs> to remember, if you're planning on doing any baking of apples, why are you picking the small ones? No, we're picking big apples. Are you peeling your age today? No, I just feel appealing, period. What do you get if you cross an apple with a shellfish? An apple that wants to be by himself? No, a crab apple. Okay, great. <laughs> you didn't put eye to the sky and pull. You took the whole tree. No, it didn't. I know. I'm the one that set the rule here. There was a leaf that came down with the with the rest of the apple. Why are you taking so long at picking the apples? Because you have to pick the right one. Just like I picked the right one with you, you know. Aww. My Aww. apple. <laughs> How do you make an apple turnover? I don't know. <laughs> How do you make an apple turnover? Put it in the oven. You should say I don't know. I don't know. Push it down the hill. Don't get it. Apple turnover. <laughs> oh, okay. You're in the way. Just pull the cart. Okay, I love how I'm pulling the cart and you're not. That's just that's just great. You know, you need to apple eye yourself if you want to get anywhere in life. I, I, I can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> this is such a workout. <laughs> Stop. Can you go talk to your dad? Dad, do you see me? I'm juiced around the corner. You're a Jew around the corner. <laughs> Juice around. The corner. That was last week. High holidays. Uh, yes, we have our. No, I'm Shana juiced. Tova. I'm juiced around the corner. The latest Shinotova. Yeah, you're a Jew around the corner. Hey, Dad, what kind of apple isn't an apple? Whoa, 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 whoa. 
are you out here to pick apples or are you just out here holding a microphone and you're preoccupied that you're not even out here picking an apple? Well, I'm, I'm providing the entertainment. What entertainment? We came all the way over here. It's a gorgeous day. Look at the sky. Okay, what kind of apple is in an apple? It's good. A pineapple. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. See, uh, Justin Timberlake brought Sean Mendes Sexy out. back? <laughs> oh. Sorry, I never jump on you. I'm so sorry about that. I couldn't resist. Back in 2006, yes, he did. <laughs> uh, but he brought Sean Mendes out on stage. He was performing in Vegas over the weekend. Oh, really? And God, what did that room sound like? Sean Mendes <sighs> to sing What Goes Around, one of my favorite JT songs. Thing that you play. Said that you were moving on now. Maybe I should do the same. Funny thing about that is, I was ready to give you my name. Thought it was me and you, baby. Now it's just all the shame, and I guess I was wrong. Wow, they sound good together. Really That's good. crazy. Especially seeing as how the last couple of JT records that he released yeah. kind of had a Shawn Mendes feeling to it. That's true. Right? That's true. I think these two would sound fantastic together. God, on that's one record. Crazy. If that's they so recorded crazy. a track together. Yeah, it's difficult to uh, I don't know what you would want them to do. It, ha- it would have to lean towards the the Sean Mendez sound as opposed to the JT sound. I think that I think JT would sound better on a Sean Mendez song than a than Sean Mendez would sound on a JT song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you play that again? Yeah. Oh my God! Of course. It's really. It's Sean Mendez, and then Justin Timberlake comes in close to the end. Maybe I should do the same. Funny thing about that is, I was ready to give you my name. Wow. Thought it was me and you, baby. Now it's just all the shame, and I guess I was wrong. Funny about this crazy. is that even though it's a Justin Timberlake song and Shawn Mendes is still singing a Justin Timberlake song, yeah, it fully sounds like a Shawn Mendes song. If that makes sense, it sounds like yes, a song that Shawn no. Mendes would write and record and perform himself. Does 100%. that make sense? It does. Of course, it does. Like that's how yeah. good of a performer Shawn Mendes is. Yeah, it's really good. I'd like to hear more of that. I want to hear. I'm, I'm with you. I want to hear them do something. Oh, my God. That's great, that would though. Be, and what was that, in Vegas? That was in Vegas, oh, yeah. lucky. And I remember I saw Justin Timberlake. He like teased that he was bringing out Shawn Mendes by posting the, a picture of the two of them on Instagram. Yeah. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Went for Indian last night. What'd you eat? I, I, normally, I have like a Vindaloo. Uh-huh. Which I really love. I love a spicy vindaloo. But I normally order Indian to come to the house because I like to get a good sweat going. Yeah. Like when I eat Indian, I preferably in a perfect world, by the end of the meal, I like to be shirtless with a towel over my head. Oh, my God. Right? I like to get a good sweat going. I put the towel, I lean over the coffee table. Yeah. My brother and I have done this together. Okay. Where we order. Like under the same, t- under the same towel? <laughs> um, no, not <laughs> under the same towel. Actually, we had our own towels. So I'll, I'll go in the kitchen and I'll, um, if I don't have a tea towel, I'll actually just go and get like a bath towel. And what I like to do when I eat Indian, because I like it super spicy, like it's got to be really spicy. And I put on the coffee table and then I lean right over 
Yeah. And uh, take my shirt off, sometimes preemptively because I know how hot I'm going to get. Yeah. I take my shirt off and then I take the towel and I put the towel over my head. Uh-huh. So it's almost like I'm eating in shame, right? So I put the towel right over my head and then I just eat. And then as I start to sweat, I just use the sides of the towel. Uh-huh. But I don't take the towel off my head like I tent myself while I'm eating Indian. Are you wearing pants? Um, generally, I would say. I wouldn't want to get that much spice anywhere that's uncovered. So with the towel over your head, right? Yeah. I was trying to picture this. When yeah. you lean over the bowl or yeah. the plate, yeah. it's like like when you go for a steam. Does the towel drape over your bowl as well? Uh, it would have to, otherwise you'd have to lift it for every bite. No, no, because it's just um, imagine it's imagine I use like a towel where it, it comes to the on your forehead like where a hood does, like, oh, like right gotcha. on my right on my forehead, yes, right, yeah. and then it's hanging so down. So it's like you're eating food with a hoodie on. It's like I'm eating food with a hoodie gotcha, on. Yeah, gotcha. but it hangs down like a just like giant flowing uh, terry cloth hair. And you're all over your face, so you, also the steam will cleanse your face. No, I don't want to do that. I'm not. I don't want to get clean while I eat. That's weird. Why is that right? weird? Yeah. It's, you know, two that, that birds, would be like, one stone. That would be like having wings and clipping your nails at the same time. Oh, gross. Right? <laughs> like, also very like hard who, to do. Who would ever do that? Yeah, that's right? so gross. <laughs> like, who would that ever, is so, like, who would ever do that? Of all the things that you could do. That's probably, yeah. because you eat the chicken wings with your hands. Yeah. Right? And then, what? So, you, like, you take a bite, and then you clip your toenails, yeah. and then you pick up. Another chicken wing and take something like that. I had, I had a friend's I, I had, I had a friend's mom. I had a friend's mom who used to oh, chew who used to chew oh. gum with while eating. So like what? she would eat dinner. She would tuck the gum in the side of her mouth, and then she would take like a bite of steak and potatoes, chew it up, swallow it, and then go back to the gum in between. I've done that in at between, a ballpark though. In between bites. Wait, but how does the steak and potato not kind of mix in with the gum? She puts it in a pocket, yeah, like off in the side. Puts it in a pocket. But then that would mean, let's say if you take the gum yeah. and you put it in the pocket on the right side of yeah. your mouth, yeah. that means you're only chewing with the left side yeah. of your yeah. mouth. Yeah. I've done that with a hot dog. Yeah. And you know that some gravy gets in there too, right? Yeah. 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 That's weird. Yeah. No, it's but weird. think of how awesome it is because you take a bite and then when the, you swallow the bite, you could chew some of the gum, put the gum back, take another bite. I get gross. I get grossed That's out disgusting. if I see somebody chewing gum while they drink something like coffee. That's weird. Yeah, it's yeah, so gross. gross. It's so gum is gross though. When's the last time you had gum? I never have gum oh, like anymore. Two days ago, I love oh, gum. Really? You love yeah. gum? I had gum last night because I was worried I had bad breath. You had bed breath? Bad breath. <laughs> 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 you talk funny, bro. You stop chewing gum. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. What's up, man? Not much, man. I just wanted to call because you know I always try to call, but I can never get through. Oh, well, you got What's through. What's on? your name? Uh, my name's Mike. Mike, what do you want to say? You got Ron Zamoka. Well, first of all, I called and I told Maury that he was my favorite out of the three of you. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but... Uh, not too good. No, but do you really feel that way or did you only say that so he would put you through to us? Uh, why'd you have to call me all like that? Yeah. Because, because people have figured out that when somebody calls in and they talk to Maury before getting through to us, if they say, oh, I want to talk to Ron Zamoka, uh, to tell them that they're my, they're my favorite, Maury more times will say that we're busy mm-hmm. and ask you to call back and then hang up. But people figured yeah. out that if they say to Maury, hey, I want to tell Ron Zamoka that you, damn it, Maury, are my favorite, 
he will like stop everything he's doing, make us stop everything that we're doing to say, guys, you have to take this phone call right now. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, right away. As soon as I told him, he was, I told him he was his favorite. Oh, he's like, okay, I'll put you through right yeah, away. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so what's going on today, Mike? How are you? Not much, man. Just uh, just starting my day right now at uh, work. Oh, okay. What do you do for a living? I'm an electrician. Also, what's the call? I think I've seen um, Roz on uh, ET Canada a couple of times. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. He's been on the show for like 14, 15 years. So <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, man. He's been on with that show since like the very, very beginning. Well, fine. I don't usually watch ET Canada. The other day, my mom was watching uh, Young and the Restless, and I was just laying down on the couch, and I was like, oh, I swear that's Roz from uh, Roz and Boca. So, and, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's him. I was like, oh, wow. So, yeah, I didn't even know. Well, say hi to your mother for me. I will, I will. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. Appreciate you guys for taking my call. Oh, hold on. Well, we got to get to the bottom of this. Mike, between oh. Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, do I got to Do I gotta say? Yes. Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, sorry, Roz, but uh, Mocha. Oh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> your mother. Sort of loser. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate you, brother. See you guys. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Later. Later. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Fabian. Fabian. Uh, You sent an email just now, which we literally just opened. That's why I called. (laughs) So you're growing. My wife has a script. I'm not growing. My wife. Your wife oh. is growing. Yeah. Weed, by the way, in case you're wondering what we're talking to Fabian what about. Fabian duh. Fabian calls in and he is a weed expert. I'm prescribed. You're prescribed. Right. So yes. the, the, the picture that you sent through, there's quite a few plants there. And oh, the, yeah. the lighting, it, was, uh, it looked more purple than anything. Is that intentional? Yeah, LEDs, yeah. Okay, LED purple. Why Why LED purple? Well, right now, uh, because they're in flowering stage right now. Oh. How long does it take to, but from the time that you seed something in a pot to the time when the weed plant grows where you can pull some off and roll a doobie with it, uh, how long? Who says doobie anymore? <laughs> oh, people don't say doobie? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so I have what point from when you can put the seed in the plant until the plant grows wrong enough that you can roll a spliff? <laughs> okay, <sure. laughs> Uh, okay, so I planted the seeds at J- July 3rd. Okay. I planted these seeds, and it's not going to be ready for another nine more weeks. Oh, nine wow. Nine more so weeks? Yeah, man. So like four and a bit, four months. Yeah, yeah, about oh. that. Hey, okay. the one thing I do know about weed plants is I, I don't really like the smell of weed like somebody smoking weed, but I had no idea until recently how much the actual plant itself smells. What do you do about the What are you about to do about the smell in the house? I got a carbon carbon filter. Oh, you do. I got yeah. I got two carbon filters running in the tent, so no smell comes in. You can't smell it at all in my at all. Did you know, Did you know that about weed plant smoker? No. That just the plant itself reeks. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, it does smells really bad. It smells more. Sometimes it smells more than worse than smoking it. Yeah. Wait. The so plant. where Where's your setup? Outside the house or inside? It's like outside setup. You know. Yeah. And what in a house outside. <laughs> and the, and the, like the squirrels don't get into it and stuff. No, it's in a tent. It's in a shed. Oh right. Oh, right. so it's yeah. outside protected. Jeez, man. Yes. And how much? So five, you have five plants going, and how much weed is no, that? No, I gonna, don't. Oh, I never, have eight. You have eight. Oh. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Okay, so you have you have. No, and hold. On, let's clarify this. I don't have it. My wife. Your does. wife. Right, right, yeah, right. We're so sorry. We should not forget right. you. all your wife's hard work and all of this. I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. She would appreciate right. you outing her like that yeah, out there in the, in the um, coveralls with the gloves on, doing all the. Yeah, no, she's not. Um, so <laughs> how much? How much weed do you get from eight plants? Oh, I'm hoping we're gonna get at least 
three pounds, four pounds. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, and that's just all but for it's you. Like, it's supposed to last her her whole year of script, right? Wow. She's okay. about two grams a day. So that's supposed to last her her whole year. Wow. Damn. That's a lot of yeah. weed. That is a lot well, of okay, weed. If, it, let's it, just it, say, it, let's say hypothetically speaking, not that you ever would or your wife because you're obviously farmers and your hearts are yeah. in the right place. But if you yeah. were to sell, say, four pounds of weed, what is the value of that? What is the dollar value of what your harvest would I'd yield? Talk. If I were to sell the eight, let's say if I got the four, let's say if I got four pounds, yeah. I'd probably make like $8,000. Wow. Whoa, damn. Oh, damn. Wow. Yeah, but it's honestly, it's not like that at all. It's yeah. just strictly for medical, for yeah. arson, like, you know, for, for, for her. Like, you spent $500 a month, man, yeah. on it. Maury just looked so at me rubbing his eyes, being like, man, my eyes are so bad. <laughs> I need a prescription. <laughs> my cataracts. My cataracts <laughs> are kicking in. Exactly, exactly, you know. <laughs> hey, awesome. October 17th, man, you guys just let me come in there. I told you. Yeah. I'll, I'll educate. Sure, I'll educate. Man. Sure. I'll bring everything I have and I sit down. It'll be legal, so yeah. nobody will get in trouble. Wow, well, that's not true. Well, we but can't I, have you bringing in weed all up in here. Why not? I, you could, I could bring 30 grams. Yeah. I'm allowed to. Yeah. I'm, I abide by the law, okay. man, as much as I can. All right. I hear you. Me too. We all do as much as we can. Exactly. All right, brother. <laughs> all right. We got to go, Fabian. Hey, it's a pleasure. Later you guys on. have a great one. Yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. You were at Elton John last Oh, that's right. You went to Elton John. I've never seen uh, a man behind a piano spit into a bucket before each song that he's going to do. You've never been to my house then, Lauren. <laughs> 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 yeah, after that's so after so each gross. song, he would stand up, point to a few people in the crowd, sort of say hello and bow, and then spit in the bucket. He had a spit the bucket night. there? He had that's like so a, gross. And it was like one of those ice buckets from a hotels. fancy spit bucket. Like a fancy spit bucket, a spittoon. Really, huh? That's so gross. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> well, imagine, whose job is that to, to empty Elton John's spit at the end of the right. night after each concert. I would yeah. sell that on eBay. That is so gross. Yeah. I would absolutely I sell even. it. Oh, gross. We, um, at the at the cottage, Catherine goes like antiquing and stuff like that all the time and she found an old chamber pot. Yeah. That's for the pee. It's for the pee. It's what you used to have in the corner of the bedroom. Yeah. And used to whiz in it. Because they didn't have plumbing. And, uh, so she found an old chamber pot and it just sits on the, sh- on the shelf and we use it as a chip bowl. Right? Ew. <laughs> Dude. Oh my god. Because oh it's really it's really it's really quite beautiful. Yeah, but you know what was in it. It yeah. was one point. Yeah, sure. But how do you know that that antique shop cleaned it before they acquired well, well, it? Well, because we've cleaned it many times since, oh, right? So still. so we have an old chamber pot that we use as a chipple. <laughs> have you ever and, gotten it tested? And let me tell you, one of my favorite things in the world is so we have friends over all the time, and whenever kids are over, I'll always fill up the chamber pot with like the biggest amount of chips just like heaving off to the sides yeah and i sit them all across the uh the kitchen counter and i put it in front of them and i wait until they've each had one and then i lean and i look at all the kids and i go you guys ever heard of a thing called a chamber pot before and then all the kids are like no (laughs) No. and then i tell them the story of the chamber pot and they're like oh my god that is so revolting yeah and then i present them with the chamber pot which they've been eating chips out of this whole time you know then they go and tell their parents you know, Roz made us eat out of a chamber pot. So what? So what? I'm the cool dad that gave them chips out of a pea bucket. <laughs> All right? Yeah, and then you wonder why they never come and visit again. <laughs> I'm that cool dad. I'm not the cool dad that lets kids play Fortnite. I'm the cool dad that lets you eat out of something people used to pee in. <laughs> oh, that's so, that gross. so nasty. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
Hi, it's Ron Zamolka. Who's this? Good morning, guys. It's Rob. How are you doing today? Good. What's going on? Um, I had to call in about uh, Maury's comment that he made when he was talking about the Elton John concert. Yeah. Mocha said, uh, whose job is it to clean out Elton John's spit bucket? Yeah. And Maury said he would sell it. On eBay, yeah. Yeah. My question is, is would Maury buy a cup of Elton John spit and oh, for how much? You're disgusting, Gross. dude. That's... Don't soil our show with this stuff nonsense. <sighs> we all but you know. know the answer is yes, he would exactly. buy it. Exactly. So no. why would you call in and ask? I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy Elton John. Because I don't know how much it would cost, how, much right. it, how valuable it would be to him. Okay, okay. Calm down for one second. Uh, Maury, you this said so that you gross. would not. I would not buy, buy Elton's, but okay. I maybe I would buy like Madonna's or Lady Gaga's. So you would buy Madonna's spit. Oh, gross! Like if I, I possibly like if it was for if it wasn't a lot, I maybe maybe what for would, like okay. Well, how could you possibly be on the fence? How could there be parameters about this? Well, I'm not going to spend five hundred on the spit. So it depends on how much the spit costs. Yeah, and if there's some sort of photo proof that that is the spit, right? there's like an easy can't... way to figure this out. Okay, uh, would you pay fifty dollars for a shot glass of Madonna spit? Yes, sixty dollars. <laughs> yes, a hundred dollars. Yes, one fifty. Yeah, two hundred. Probably three. Yes. 325. Yes. 350. Yes. 4. Yes. 450. Yes. 5. Nope. Okay, so $450. <laughs> there we go. So no, he wouldn't pay $500 for Madonna spit, but he would pay 450. All right. Aren't you aren't you happy you made this call? <laughs> I am. Yeah. I am. I love the show, guys. I truly and honestly love the show. Right. Well, we love you too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like legit disgusted right now. Yeah, no, I, I can tell. I can tell. Well, no. I, I, I have framed at home Lionel Richie's sweat rag from when <laughs> I was at one of his shows. <laughs> rag is such a dirty word. It really You know is. what I mean? If you had said towel, I would have been like, I wonder what that looks like. But as soon as you say rag, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. A rag is what you usually like clean things that you i don't know like under the sink no like a rag is is so dismissive like a towel you clean something up that you you care about but things you don't care about you clean with a rag like the bottom of your shoe like the bottom of your (laughs) shoe i will say now that you mention rag so my family and i don't know maybe this is just a guyanese thing yeah but they all say rag right yeah Get the rag to clean your face. Get the rag to clean yeah. your hands. Go wipe up the table. Go get the rag. Yeah, see, see I, I'm, you know. We say shmata. Shmata. Which is Yiddish for rag. For rag. <laughs> Nobody have a face cloth? You gentlemen didn't grow up with a face cloth in the house? There's no, no Yiddish word for face cloth. Oh, no, it was a rag. We no. wash your face with a rag. Yeah, but see, you, you, you dry a knife with a towel. You clean the shovel with a rag. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Don't you regret calling in now, Rob? No, no. I don't. <laughs> maybe, maybe a tiny tiny little bit but yeah. i always enjoy calling in and talking to you guys so. thank you brother we appreciate you man love the show guys the Roz and mocha show podcast they did a poll where's this from maury um they did a poll where they talked to two thousand people and they asked them what their favorite trilogy was of all time and there's some huge mistakes in here because they've listed some trilogies that actually have more than three movies. And some, I think, that have less, but whatever. Okay. The, so, but the shocking part of this headline is uh, if you were to, off the top of your head, yeah. name the best trilogy of all time, what would you say? I would say Back to the Future. So you say Back to the Future mm-hmm. as the best. Yeah. Back to the Future is four on the list. Oh, really? Where's this from? Something called SWNS Digital News Services New York. What is that? I have no idea. Oh, God. 
Okay, never mind then. Wait, are we counting? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, are we counting? Uh, are we going to talk Star Wars? Yeah, so you can include the original trilogy the original? in Star Wars because they have included the original. Okay, trilogy so in I will Star say Wars. number one for me would be the original Star Wars trilogy. Okay, uh, number two for me would be Back to the Future. Okay, wrong and wrong. What? Yeah, I'll tell you this: Star Wars is actually tied for seventh. Seventh place? Yes. For this, best trilogy. Yeah, the, these people are Get clearly mad. here. It's tied it's, for seventh with Pirates of the Caribbean. But haven't there been like seven Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Uh, yeah, there have been more than three pirate movies. Like I said. So anyway, they have Indiana Jones as number one, the best trilogy, even though there was four. I don't agree. Jurassic Park at number two. I don't agree. The Godfather at number three. Ah! Uh, hello! Godfather 3 should not even be included Thank you. In the Godfather universe. Thank you. Uh, Back to the Future at number four. Lord of the Rings and Die Hard are tied for five. I would argue Die Hard. And then Pirates, which there's like 12 movies in that, <laughs> and, and Star Wars at seven. Uh, the Terminator, which I don't know. What are you including as number three on the Terminator? Well, Terminator 3, duh. But which Terminator 3? I know. <laughs> there have been so many Terminator movies. <laughs> right? Ones. Like which, which one are you saying is number three? Toy Story at number 10. Home Alone at number 11. Was there three Home Alone movies? What was, there? was, what was yeah, the third one? The third one. <sighs> don't even. No, forget it. Who's in the third one? No. Macaulay the third Culkin? one. No. Some oh. other next kid. I won't even include that. Oh, well, anyway, that's 11 on the list. The Bourne movies at number 12. These are the, they asked uh, 2,000 jabronis uh, what the best trilogies were. Yeah, people who know absolutely nothing about movies. Uh, Iron Man and X-Men tied at number three. The Matrix at, uh, sorry, at 13. The Matrix at 15. Oh, God. Uh, Alien at 16. Uh, there have been like a billion Alien movies, though. Uh, and then way down, way down at number 18 is the Dark Knight trilogy. These people said that the Home Alone trilogy is, is greater than, than the Dark, Dark Knight, Knight. Yes. than the Batman stuff with Christian Bale? Yes. Right? Get out of here. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Ross, somebody texted us just now about episode number 45 of our podcast. Okay. I just want to call them to clear something up here. Sure. Ross and Mocha Show podcast you can get through uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Hello. Hey, it's Ross and Mocha from How Are You? Oh, hi. What's your name? Hi, this is Jerome. All right, so Jerome... We got your text just now about episode 45 of the podcast, and oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a section of the podcast you said uh, you guys are talking about ghosts and curses. I don't know yeah, about yeah, curses, yeah. but I saw a ghost one time, and yeah, I believe they walk among us. Oh, so, Jerome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, Rob, your, I didn't believe that crap. But tell yeah. us your ghost story. When did this happen? How did it all go down? Oh, well, um, uh, I was a nursing student then. Uh-huh. How so long ago? How like- long ago? It was 2006, from about to graduate. Okay. So we're we're in a hospital, public uh, public government hospital. I'm on this. Uh, imagine the place like it's a rectangle. So it's a long hallway. Yeah. So I went outside the room of my patient, going back to the nursing station. I saw this couple walking in front of, uh, towards me. So behind them, there's a kid, and the kid is uh, bleeding from the head and. Uh, I remember she's uh, wearing a blue uh, shirt and a blue short and doesn't have any slippers. So you're walking through the hospital hallway and you see a kid 
wearing uh, wearing blue, who's bleeding yeah. from her head. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Soon as I pass the couple, so I look closer to the kid, but I, for some reason, I did not touch her or anything. But the kid is just walking straight. So as I, as, long, as soon as I pass the kid, so I'm still looking at the kid, right? Then the kid slowly uh, looked at me and just walked straight, but still looking at me. So I went to the nursing station. Then uh, my classmate, my colleague saw me and uh, I was pale. They told me I was pale. I was cold. Then I uh, told them that uh, I saw, I think I saw something. So I went to my other colleagues, my classmates on that side. Then I asked them if uh, they saw the kid who was, uh, who was bleeding on her head. And then they told me, why would she be here? Uh, if she's bleeding, she needs to be in the emergency room. That's when I, uh, that's what they, that's when I realized that, uh, I, I saw a ghost. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why this didn't happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. because you either dreamt it or you imagined it and somehow in your head from retelling this story over and over and over again, it has become real to you because you, even if you are not a full fledged nurse, but you're in that environment you feel some sort of sense of authority and direction in your life with what you want to do. You are a giver and a helper by nature. You would not mm-hmm. walk down a hallway and see a kid standing there alone, bleeding from their head, and continue walking past that kid. Yeah, to be honest, when I realized I didn't do do anything, yeah, I was I was uh, like, uh, well, ashamed that I didn't touch her. But the thing is, uh, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, I was not dreaming. It was real. I was on duty, and uh, yeah. Your story is just as believable as Maury's encounter with a oh, ghost. By the God. way, <laughs> yeah. Maury's yeah, encounter with a ghost, like yeah, yeah. there's I so many holes in that dialogue, story. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> your, yours is just as believable. Your listening to you tell your ghost story is just as ridiculous as listening to when Maury slept in a haunted hotel and saw a ghost one night. <laughs> yeah, just as ridiculous. If anybody doesn't remember, we'll come back and we'll play that. All right, thanks, Jerome. Oh, yeah, thank you, guys. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. My least favorite days on this show are when I have to sit here and talk to knuckleheads about ghosts. Uh, Maury, my love, please join us again. So we were just talking about Maury's run-in. That has changed my life forever. <laughs> With a ghost. <laughs> Fake. And... When you've seen a ghost once, it really changes how you, oh, you look at life. It, stop it. So where were you? I was in Winnipeg. Okay. At what is... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Scary Winnipeg. Yeah, uh-huh. you were in Winnipeg. I was in Winnipeg. Yeah. And I was staying at what is considered... Don't do that voice. I'm trying to do like scary. No, nope. no, just be normal. For a I was in Winnipeg, staying yeah. at like what is considered the most haunted hotel in Canada, in the most haunted hotel room. Why? In do you remember Canada. why it was it was considered be- to be the most haunted? Because everybody sees the same ghost, which is uh, a woman wearing a white robe. Right, like Meghan Markle. <laughs> Right? Yeah. You saw Meghan Markle? <laughs> okay. Winnipeg? This okay. was pre-Markle. So Maury specifically stayed in this room to hopefully see the ghost. 
And he came back being like, oh my God, guys, I saw the ghost. And he recorded the whole thing. You listen to this and then you judge for yourselves, yeah. okay? So the room is dark and I'm alone. Okay. <laughs> that's more sleeping, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh, this part here? Yeah. Yeah, that's sleeping. <laughs> that's how you sleep, more. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sleeping. Daddy's little piggy. <laughs> 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 Come on. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Holy The room just got so cold. I'm getting Oh my god. I'm now lying on the floor. I totally saw Kate at the end of my bed. Woman, white dress is now gone. Wow. I can't. I can't. No, I can't. I'm out of here. Yeah, okay. Come on, Maury. First you had, of all, what are you it's one of those I guess you had to be there moments. No, but why why do why put yourself in that position of where you, you just drum up this drama for yourself? There was no ghost in the room. There's there are no ghosts. Did you not hear how I got scared when I awoke? Yeah, oh, like, oh, like, yeah like, we like, heard. Like this, oh like this. <laughs> yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> That is uh, so fake, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who sleeps like that? <laughs> I was startled. Yeah. No, but that was you. No, sleep. that was that was pre-startled. Yeah. Listen, listen, right here. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I've always been told I sleep weird. Right? <laughs> yeah. Who sleeps like that? <laughs> It's like you're sniffing cocaine while you sleep. <laughs> also, that breathing pattern, if you actually are sleeping, is quite alarming. Yeah. People shouldn't breathe like that while they're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're sleep stuttering. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm scarred for life. Oh, stop it. I'm surrounded by... <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? Hi, I just wanted to call because I heard uh, Roz say that he still does not believe in ghosts. Yeah, no, I didn't say I don't believe in ghosts. I said ghosts aren't real. There's a difference. Okay, well, I you are definitely wrong because okay. I've had multiple encounters. Sure. Okay, let, I'll let tell me, you the creepy. Let, okay, yeah, let me let me ask you a question first. Then. Yeah. Okay. What makes you so special? No, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Filipinos have this weird connection <laughs> with, like. I don't know, with the supernatural or something, because I've had multiple encounters, so has my mom, and I don't know what it is, and I really wish it wasn't there, but I have three specific ones. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell you about one, the freakiest one. So I'm a child needs worker. I work at a hospital, and one of our patients went out uh, for an overnight pass, and we told them, if you're too anxious, just come back. And you can stay here. You don't have to stay at home for the night. So I, my shift was done at 1130. Right before my shift was over, we saw him on the cameras because he came back. So we called in and I said, was it too much for you? And he was like, yeah. And he was just like, I just want to go to bed. And I said, fine. So 
So I opened his door, I closed it, and then I left. And for the rest of the night, the nurses that were there and the other child news worker that were there overnight, we do 15-minute checks on all the patients. Mm -hmm. So they were checking on him every 15 minutes. And then the next morning, I guess when they all were ready to talk about ship change to get ready for the next day, our manager told us, that the patient that went out last night had killed himself. And we're like, no, he didn't. He came back. Like, we were there all night. We checked on him every 15 minutes, and we went into his room, and, like, his bed wasn't even... His bed was made. It's like he wasn't even there, and it was just the weirdest thing, and I wanted to quit. You're delusional. I don't know about that. I'm not delusional. Yeah, you are. So you didn't just see a ghost, so a whole floor of people at the hospital and the security camera saw a ghost. Well, there was only two people working during the night, but I don't know. It's people. I think people say their goodbyes before they go off to wherever they need to go. Did you Did you go back and check the security footage afterwards? Yes, and nothing was there, obviously. Right. How long had you been working at that point? How many hours? Only eight hours. So you didn't see a ghost. It didn't, ha- it, did, did it didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It totally did happen. No, so you mean to tell me before this patient passed away, they went back to make up their bed? No, like they said he did it while he was on his visit, so he didn't even come back at all. Yeah. So who made up the bed? So the bed was, I don't know. The bed was made from the morning before he left. Right. And you guys, and you checked on him every 15 minutes and he was in the bed. Saw, yeah. No, you well, I wasn't there, but they said oh, that, that oh, he was. Okay. Oh, see, so you didn't actually see. This is I, based on what was being told to you. No, I opened the door at night for him. Yeah, but you didn't walk into the room. No, she let, she let him into the hospital. I let him onto the unit and then I opened right. his door so he could go into his door. Right. Oh, okay. Or into his room. Yeah, you had a conversation. Hey, how was it? Okay, good. Hey, welcome back, right? Yeah. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get, we're going to put you on hold. You, can, you and Maury can sit here and talk about your fake ghost stories all day. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. You, maybe you fell. Maybe you fell asleep at work and you were snoring like this. <laughs> this is what happens when you're talking to no, non-believers. It no, it doesn't. And you know what's going to happen now is now I'm going to get accused of being insensitive. Oh, don't worry. Twitter. The texts are blowing up by that. Are they? Because so, oh, yeah. I'm insensitive because I'm the I'm the only adult in the room trying to tell people that ghosts aren't real, and I'm the crazy one because you need well, to believe when it more. Happens right. to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's your name on the phone, by the way? I'd rather not say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of it, because of embarrassment, right? No, because I don't know if that was confidential for oh. the hospital. Believe me, the that time a ghost came to work is not confidential because it didn't actually happen. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Bye, love. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's going on? Uh, not much. Just driving to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, what can we do for you? Um, I have a really interesting ghost story about mm-hmm. my summer trip in London. All right, so I want to start with your name first. Uh, Brittany. All right, Brittany, how old are you? I'm 25. Oh, and perfect. how long ago did this happen? Uh, July. So just a few months ago. Oh, so this year? Yeah. Okay, so what happened? Go ahead with your ghost story. So I was in London on a trip with my mom. Okay, uh, London, England or London, Ontario? Sorry, yeah, London, England. Okay, go. Uh, and, you know, doing all the touristy things, we go to Kensington Palace, which is where uh, Prince William and uh, Henry and Meghan 
and Kate all live. Thanks. But you can <laughs> you can actually go and like tour it. You can walk through it, and you know you pay money, and you go through the Queen Victoria and Prince Albert suite. Okay. I'm a history teacher, so like I was geeking out, mm-hmm. yeah. and I was just like walking around, and all of a sudden I felt like something hit my head, like my forehead, uh-huh. and I start looking up, thinking maybe I've walked into something because I'm not paying attention, and I'm like looking around, and I'm looking so confused, and the the tour guide comes over and she goes. Is there something wrong, Miss? I'm like, oh, I just feel like I just got hit in the head. And she was like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. Uh, You know, the ghosts are pretty active here. And they sometimes they like to touch people. So you and got bonked, sh- so you got bonked on the head by a ghost. Literally, I got face palmed by a ghost. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge skeptic. Huge skeptic. My mom, she thinks she's a medium. I tell her she's crazy. Yeah. You know, I'm so, uh, like, not believing in that stuff. And then all of a sudden this happens and I just am like, what? And you know what? After being in London, there's some things that happen that I just can't explain. Um, so you're the daughter of a medium, which means that you are. Oh my God. So, so you're, <laughs> exactly. Okay. No. So you have, so you just believing in ghosts, not claiming you can talk to ghosts, makes you the <laughs> normal one in your family. So let me, so that this is how you've normalized your belief in ghosts and the fact that uh, you were in Kensington Palace and you're so special that you got touched by the royal ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so you've you've, no, you, you've normalized in this insanity. I don't. Yes, no. you do believe in ghosts. I do not. I yeah. do not. And can I tell you, just... I've been to so many places, all right, around the world where you're in somewhere uh, decrepit. I remember crawling through a hole where I could barely breathe, Maury. Um, <laughs> crawling through a hole where I could barely breathe in the bottom of the Great Pyramid in Egypt. And through a translator, our tour guide looked at us all and said, watch out for ghosts. Okay? <laughs> it's what tour guides say to tourists. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that, Brittany. I swear, I promise you. Okay. Some of the things that happened on that trip Okay, but did, did you ask a question? Like, did you ask your tour guide uh, which ghosts allegedly are floating around the palace like that? No, they, they don't really, like, explain those things. It's just more like if you ask, they yeah. will tell you. All right. All right. right? Yeah. I didn't even ask. I just kind of stood there and was like, oh, my head. And she was like, yeah, you know, that happens sometimes, yeah. especially in this area of the castle. Because it's so old. Oh, because it's so old. Because ghosts are only in old buildings, right? Well, not in, not in new, not in new buildings. But a lot of people died, so yeah. that's why. Yeah, right. but it was in the the Queen Victoria and Prince Albert suite. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks, Brittany. <laughs> thanks, Brittany. Thanks. Say hi to your mom for us, okay? I will. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Go through the story with you here, okay? about how fans are getting scammed out of incredible amounts of money by fake celebrities online. Oh, wow. So for the record, Bruce Springsteen, still married, Bruce Springsteen, also worth about $460 million. Yeah. Uh, On Facebook, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of Bruce Springsteen pages. Okay. Fan pages, mirrored pages, everything else. Yeah. So in this article here, there's one woman named quote-unquote Mary who I guess started exchanging messages and pictures with Bruce Springsteen over Facebook. What kind of pictures? Just pictures. Okay. Started off great, but then the tone, she says, became flirty. 
So now on, boss? now on Facebook, <laughs> yeah. Mary had been flirting with Bruce Springsteen <laughs> boss. for a year. Yeah. Then Bruce told her that he was getting a divorce, but his wife had tied up all his bank accounts and that he needed money. Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> Mr. Born in the USA, needs money from Mary. Yeah, and so what he suggested to Mary yeah. was that Mary send him iTunes gift cards. <laughs> Why? So he could download his own album? Yeah, so she sent Bruce Springsteen uh, iTunes gift cards, four, five, six hundred dollars worth, she said, over the course of a couple of weeks. Oh, then, God. then fake Bruce Springsteen texted her a picture of a stack of gold saying that he needed money to ship his gold back to New Jersey from Dubai. And the gold was worth millions. Mary says, my mind was just like so overwhelmed or maybe brainwashed or something, but I don't know. But I sent him money. Oh, you stupid, Mary. Mary sent Bruce Springsteen $11,500. No! <laughs> So Bruce Springsteen could get his stack of gold from Dubai back to New Jersey because his wife was divorcing him and tied up all his bank accounts. Bruce Springsteen, by the way, as we said, happily married and worth $460 million. Yeah, but you got to deposit that gold into Wells Fargo what, what account. Celeb, would you, wouldn't you fall for the same thing if you thought no! you were talking to Bruce Springsteen? Absolutely not. Like, I'm going to send Bruce Springsteen iTunes gift cards. <laughs> like, I for don't know. what I, purpose? I chat with Devin Sawa all the time, and if he asked for like... No, we're talking about yeah, celebrity I, but, celebrity. But, but, but Maury, if he said, I, can you send me 50 bucks, I'm, I, need, I don't know. I but, might do it. But, Maury, I believe that somebody like Devin Sawa could actually use $50. <laughs> That's the difference. Okay? <laughs> Bruce Springsteen does not need iTunes gift cards from a woman that he, he flirts with on Facebook. So now we get to 78-year-old Adris Robbins, who struck up a friendly conversation on Facebook with Kenny Chesney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Yeah. When they asked Adris Robbins how much she sent Kenny Chesney altogether, she answered $10,000 altogether. Oh, my God. God, Kenny Chesney does not need that money from you. Right? She said, I realize now that Kenny Chesney never needed my money, but of course it's too late. They did track the money and all that money winds up in China. They say imposter celebrity scams. Imposter celebrity scams cost consumers $328 million in 2017 alone with over 350,000 complaints. Oh my God. Is there there any part of the story where Kenny Chesney or Bruce Springsteen reached out to these That's people? the whole thing is that celebrities now have started to post. There is only one account. If it's you, this. It's this. This is the only account for fans. Please pass this along because that's what this is. 350,000 people were uh, scammed by this last year or people tried to scam them by this so last year. Did Bruce Springsteen ever get his gold from Dubai? I, apparently he did, yes. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. All right, Roz. I got to make a phone call. Sure, man. This is not to your girlfriend this time. Oh, thanks. Great. That's later. <laughs> Hello. Hi, is this Sherry? This is. It's Razamoka from Kiss925. How are you? Oh my god, good. <laughs> Got a email from your husband, Hunter. Yes. 
And he wanted us to call you to wish you a very happy birthday. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you. What's going on? Are you just waking up now? I'm totally just waking up now, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, what are your plans for your birthday today? Um, well, I took the day off from work, so I'm going to oh, hang nice. out with him all day. Yeah. All right. So whatever stuff planned. I don't even know he's got planned. Oh, okay. But... So he's got stuff planned for you, but you don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. All right. How long have you uh, have you guys been married? <clears throat> Actually, December will make it one year. Oh, wow. wow. Congratulations. Yeah. So do you know pretty well that you may be able to figure out what your, your birthday is going to look like today? I think so. What I think do, so. What do you think he's got planned? Well... I asked him if we could do the shopping thing, and then he wanted to take me to a special dinner. Okay, hold oh. on here. What's the shopping thing? So, I wanted to go to, like, the Toronto Premier Outlet. That's what I wanted to do. Oh, okay. The one That's up, my uh, plan. I don't know what... The one up near Milton, is. right? Yes. Okay, cool. What goes on there? Dude, that, have you that, never that, seen the, uh, no. the outlet there? No. Oh, my it's God. huge. Oh, dude, massive. Every store you could think of. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. Is it cheap? Uh, yeah, the prices are really, really good. Really? Huh? Yeah. I never knew about and this And, like, place. massive warehouses. They have restoration hardware warehouse. Oh, Yeah, geez. it's so... Dude, it gets so busy over there. Yeah. So, the parking... And this is brand new. The, yeah. the outlets over there, right? Only a couple of years. But the parking lot was getting so busy, they had to go in. And I think... Sherry, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're still building the... They're still building. The outdoor multi-level parking lot. Yes. Because I don't think that they were anticipating the amount of people that were going to do outlet shopping out really, there. Really? Huh? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, I didn't know. Well, yeah, I, I think you should go there for sure. Uh, because t- normally you'd have to go all the way out to Niagara or even cross the border and go into Buffalo. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. I still do a dinner. There. There's a Jack Astor's right there. <laughs> yeah. What a Jack Astor's. <laughs> love, Jack, love Jack Astor's. But... Hell yeah. Chicken fingers and fries, baby. Yeah. There you go. Oh, right, well, my uh, God. Sherry, we just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday. Well, we got to sing to her. Of course we got to sing. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Oh, okay. Now, are you are you serious about that, or are you just goofing on us? Yeah, no, no, okay. no. All right, so. Inflation's a real weird thing, especially when you know when they start doing the highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah. They adjust it for inflation, meaning the dollar value that a movie like Star Wars made in nineteen seventy five. You Here's can't how just, much it would make today. Yeah, you can't just look at that dollar value because a dollar was much different in nineteen seventy five. Sure. And so they went through and they figured out what ten dollars would be in the I guess decades. Of the year of your birth. Oh. So for instance, uh, $10 in two, so $10 today in 2000 yeah. was roughly 15 bucks. 
it's worth. What? Yeah. $10 today? Yeah. So was ten- worth $15. In the year 2000. Yeah. Serious? Yeah. $10 in, the ni- in 1990. Yeah. Would be like $20 now. $10 in 1980 would be like having $32 now. Wow. $10 in 1970 would be $67 now. What? And uh, if you were born in the 60s, uh, $10 in 1965 was the equivalent of $81 now. Serious? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That much? That seems yeah. like a, uh, a pretty big jump. Yeah. That's why houses were like... Two bucks? Like 65 grand. You can yeah. buy one of those little bungalows yeah, up uh, sure. by the DVP. For sure. Right? $60,000 for a house. Yeah. It's crazy. How much my parents, I can't remember how much my parents paid how long for. Have they, how long have they had their house? 30, that house out in Scarborough? Yeah. 32 years maybe? 32 years. Maybe longer. Wow. That's almost as long as Maury's mortgage. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think like 35. Yeah, so Maury's mortgage, right, 35 Maury's years. 35. Maury got one of those last 35-year mortgages, <laughs> by the way. You never can play that up. Yeah, and that was how long ago? Like 10 come years on, ago? Come on in, Maury. How long 10 years you... ago, right? And you paid off what? Like at least of the years? How long, how long have you had your mortgage now? Uh, we've had our mortgage for, for eight years. For eight years. And Matthew has said that we have made a huge dent. Really? Yeah. A huge dent? Like what's a huge, huge dent? We paid off $100,000. In how long? Eight years. In eight years. But, like, what's your interest rate on your mortgage? I have no idea. How do you not know what your interest rate is? Is that towards the mortgage or towards the interest? I have no idea. We owe, we owe, because we owe, like, the amount that the condo was that we paid for it, it's now exactly $100,000 less that we owe. Exactly. Yeah, like, give or take a penny or two. But, like, we paid, like, Let's X just amount. say X amount. Yeah. Now it's like exactly X amount less. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. <laughs> I don't even think he knows what he just said. <laughs> but yeah, no, so the dollar value. Like it was you... better off living in the 70s. What? It was, you were better off in the 70s. Well, no, because ten dollars was still ten dollars. <laughs> like if you it, got, like it was like a, it was worth more. Yeah, it was sure it was. Yeah, it was worth more, but it was harder to get also. Yeah, but when you got it, boy, life was good. But yeah, but you weren't making what you're making now. You would be making like twenty grand, which was worth no. It was no, worth twenty, at 20 grand. grand at that time. Oh, because I thought it was like. Oh my God! If you had twenty grand, it's worth fifty grand. <laughs> no, we're Your not talking concept about concept of math. Is it, in order for Maury to understand what we were just talking about, you would first need a time machine. Maury. <laughs> like that's what you're trying to explain. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you do that Cardi B clip for me, Maury? Well, I'm a Cardi B now. What's that? Is she pregnant again? No. Oh. So let me let me run this by you. I want to get your opinion on uh, on this. So the headline was Cardi B makes history as the first female rapper with three number one hits on Billboard's Hot 100. Great. Really? I love Cardi B. Yeah. Love her. I love Cardi B. I think she's wildly talented and wildly entertaining. I love. Just want to say that out of the gate here. But love Cardi B. So the first one was Bodak Yellow. Then I like it. Uh-huh. Her third quote unquote number one is Girls Like You by Maroon 5. Uh, I would argue, I would say she's part of a number one song. I wouldn't say that it's her number one song. So here's Cardi B. 
We out here in Paris and I'm so happy because girls like you is number one. This is my third number one. I don't give a if I'm a feature in that song, bitch. I'm on that shit, bitch. Let's go. Anyways, let me tell you the history on Girls Like You. This is very funny because my verse almost didn't got approved because I already did two pop records and um, my team felt like, yo, it's too early in your career to doing pop 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 and you don't really got a lot of <laughs> urban out like that but i was like yo trust my judgment like this is a motherfucking hit and for some reason when i heard this song the first time it made me want to cry maybe because i was pregnant with a girl and the, the words are just so beautiful <laughs> like i love everything about her and here number one it took us a while because of that damn drake <laughs> blocking us but we here so I think that when records matter, and I don't mean records as in a, like a music record, I think when you're keeping record of things and yeah. you're keeping record of uh, achievements and we are writing history of artists and what they've achieved, I don't see how you put girls like you as a number one in the history books for Cardi B. But is it not like a goal assist? Like she no, was but it, part of it. No, no, but it's not her. Cardi it's B, not this her, is yeah. it's not her. I can understand if it was a natural duet, if it was the song was designed that way. She comes in, does one verse, and it was sure. and, right. This is not a Cardi B. It's not Maroon 5. It's not Adam Levine and Cardi B where they sat down and they created no, something. It's Maroon 5 featuring right. Cardi B. I Just agree. like if Bruno Mars finesse hit number one on the Billboard charts, Yeah, that would be Bruno Mars's number one song. It wouldn't be Cardi B's number one song. Like she could show up to the party and celebrate she's part of the song. She's part right, of the but song. But we're sure not talking about that. We're talking yeah, about the celebrate record. the song. I personally don't think, if you're a featured artist, that the credit of hitting number one should go to the featured artist. Right. Well, that's just like how Nicki Minaj has like 70 songs in the yeah. in the in the top 10, like more than Miles Davis. Right. You know, because she's featured on a sure. lot of songs. And it's not to take away from the fact that the feature in the song isn't an important part of the song. Absolutely. Or that it doesn't help propel the song. Yeah. And it's I could I could even the, the, yeah. the main artist or the main group. Could she argue that if her part wasn't on it, then maybe the thing wouldn't be number That's one? That's the argument, right? Sure. That's yeah. the argument. Because then it's just Maroon Five. But maybe it's because featuring Cardi B, her fans are going to go buy it. No, but but also then you'd have to make the argument that there's no chance that this song would have gone number one without her. Yeah. Maybe which, not. which I don't think that there's. Uh, which, it's Maroon Five. Are you that, kidding me? That's what I mean. You have to. You, there's a case to be made that this song would be number one with or without Cardi B. Because it's a fantastic but song. But her verse, it really adds some flavor. Nah, I know, but the song. I, but you, then I can understand if this was a no-name band. But then you're giving credit. You're, then you're giving credit for Cardi B for helping for helping Maroon, Maroon 5, Five, who clearly does not need she help. She may. She may say, "Yeah, yeah." She, like, she I just, say, I, I, I'm happy for. I'm happy for and stuff. But I just think that when you're keeping records and achievements and writing history. You know, Bodak Yellow, yes, I like it, yes, but I don't think she can click this in the win column for girls like you. No, I agree. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me read you this. I'm just going through this article on every every other article I read is either a story on how to save money or a story mm-hmm. on how to lose weight. Okay. Every every other article that I read. This one is how to save money and lose weight. Oh, two in one. Two in one. That sounds like a lot of work. Thank you. I smell- focus on both. Whoever wrote this, I smell Pulitzer. So 
It's actually kind of interesting. So they're talking about how to lose money and save weight when you're at the grocery. No, how to save money, save money and lose weight. <laughs> Sorry, how did I say? How to lose money and save weight? <laughs> yeah. Ah, whatever. <laughs> I can tell you how to do that. Yeah, me too. Maury? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Preach, sister. Um, preach. Okay, so, and it's a trick. It's not a strategy, but it's a uh, trick. Okay. So a professional dietitian came up with a series of tweets on how to save money and lose weight all at the same time. And some, a lot of them are just very standard. Stick to your list when you go to the grocery store. Plan your meals out. Don't be afraid of frozen fruits and veg because uh, fruits and, and veg because they're just as good as fresh. So all that sort of standard stuff. But here's the new tip that I'll pass on from this person to you guys. When you go to the grocery store, yeah, stick to the outside. Only go down the aisles. If you need something specific out of one of the aisles, you know what? Most of the fresh food yeah. and healthy stuff is all around the perimeter of the grocery store. While most of the processed foods are in and around the aisles. So they said, try and do one instead of going, instead of zigzagging up and down the aisles in the grocery store. Yeah. When you first go into the grocery store, just do a big loop. And when you get to the, when you, when you do the full circle, yeah. see what else you need. Without hearing you say that, yeah, that's exactly how we grocery shop. Is how it my wife? Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah. When we go into the grocery store, we start in the uh, the, the produce, yeah, fruits and produce, yeah, and then we make our way to meat, like eggs, meat, milk, meat and cheese, and then you yeah. get to the meat, and then we go to the front, yeah, and then that's it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, we need this one thing from this aisle, can of tomatoes or whatever. Sure, yeah. and we just go strictly to that aisle, and yeah. then leave but yeah. we never we're, we're never like zigzagging but they say what will make you broke and make you gain weight yeah. when it comes to grocery shopping and your shopping habits huh. is zigzagging up and down the aisles and huh. how else are you supposed to get the chips and chocolate well, exactly well there's that's the problem <laughs> but once you do the circle and you're yeah. like oh no chips and chocolate then you go down aisle five <laughs> yeah but i'm like well i need to go to the aisle five yeah. for chips and chocolate but then you're part of the other list which is you know uh, stick to your list make meal plans like mm. if you're making meal plans and you have chips and chocolate in your meal plan i don't think saving money oh. and losing weight is part of your plan and where i go ice cream is on the outside right Oh no! Ice cream's on the outside. Yeah, the freezers, the freezers wrap around one of the corners. So hey, I'll follow his thing then oh, and geez. stick to the outside. Yeah, no, but that's really interesting though because you're you're right. And if you shop like that, Mocha, because uh, I'm trying to think of most grocery stores. When you walk in, you walk right into produce, right? Yeah, Always. most grocery stores, yeah. you walk right into produce, and then usually like a bread section. Yeah. So mine, it's produce, meat, dairy, cheese, bake. meat. Meat is right after produce, like the meat and fish. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Then, then it's okay. the yeah. Then it's dairy. Then it's bread. Then cash registers. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but also, you know what else is on that outside normally? What? Hot dogs. Oh. <laughs> you know what else is on that outside normally? Uh. Hot dog buns. Oh, now you're talking. <laughs> hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Press conference went down yesterday. Kyle Lowry, Kawhi Leonard, of course, everyone uh, eager. To see him in yeah. that in that jersey, yeah, officially for as long as he, for as long as he wears it, for as long as he wears it, yeah. until he goes off to L.A. next year, yeah, as the speculation is. But who knows, right? And since that big trade in July, Demar Derozan going to San Antonio and Kawhi Leonard coming to Toronto, we haven't heard anything from Kawhi. Nothing, L- like literally. 
Like no words out of his mouth yeah. other than people say that he wasn't happy with the trade yeah. or he wasn't happy with coming to Toronto. And it was interesting because it happened right around the same time that John Tavares was signed to the Leafs. And it was the, the exact complete opposite yeah. reactions from both the fans and the players involved in both those two deals. Complete opposite. So we heard from Kawhi yesterday. And man, oh man, did we ever hear from Kawhi yesterday. Oh no. Because the narrative changed from Kawhi Leonard finally speaks to Kawhi Leonard, what the hell is up with that laugh, bro? <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. It started to trend on Twitter. Oh, so he was laughing at People least. People were commenting on Instagram. It okay. Was, like, just listen yeah, to this, all right? Because everyone wants to know about Kawhi because nobody knows anything about Kawhi. A lot of people up here don't know much about you. Can you, how would you describe yourself and what would you like people to know about you? I'm a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. I mean, it's just more questions you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great laugh. I know, but people were like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Maybe because it was the very first time we'd ever heard Kawhi sure. speak, yeah, right? Of course. And like the city was literally on the edge of their seats, like waiting to, to hear from this man. Yeah. And the one thing, because he's got this stone cold face yeah you see like zero expression whatsoever all of a sudden he smiles you see his teeth and you hear his laugh <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, that reporter had a whistle talk too huh? a little bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so i kind of went through and gathered some of the funniest comments okay. uh, people referencing Kawhi leonard's laugh yeah he laughs like he's got four bodies that nobody knows about <laughs> When you mix a laugh with a cough. Someone else wrote, he Googled how to laugh last night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since he laughed, he doesn't know how to do it anymore. <laughs> this, guy, this guy sounds like he's in a sunken place. Oh, no. Sounded like he hic- hiccuped mid-laugh. Somebody else wrote, yeah, y'all got jokes until he leaves for L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's true. <laughs> he ain't staying in Toronto. It is confirmed with that laugh. <laughs> Man looks like it hurts to laugh. Man is laughing in a different language. Sound like he crying and laughing at the same time. <laughs> when someone puts a gun to your head, it tells you to laugh. <laughs> Sounds like a broken down car trying to start up again. <laughs> Come on, that man. laugh sounds like it needs an oil change and air filter because it's been a while. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, when I, and by the way, these are all comments from people in Toronto. Sure, okay, yeah. Sounds like my laugh when my mom pinches me under the table for not smiling around my distant cousins. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Toronto, Kawhi Leonard. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm always amazed when I learn something new about Moore because I thought I had him figured out because really there's only three things to learn about him. Well, I only know one. You only know one. Uh, no, uh, I learned something about Moore today. So we're driving to work. He drives yeah. me in every morning in case you don't know that. And Moore is not the greatest driver in the world. I've never, never been never, in an accident. Never signals. And just, ne- like just I've been in the car with him for 15 minutes. He never once checks the rearview mirror. But when it's raining, raining it's raining. Pouring rain. Yeah. 
And you know that Maury doesn't just put the windshield wipers on? He lets the, the windshield fill up with rain, and then he just does the thing where he clicks it once and then off again. Why? That's I don't weird. know why. That's uh, very weird. Yeah, because you know like you so have the- pouring rain. Yeah. Everybody else around you on the highway, windshield wipers go because you can just turn them on and they will do their thing. Of course. So we're on the highway. It's going, raining, like hard rain. And Maury waits until he cannot see out of the windshield- flips it up so it does one pass and then turns it off again That's and then weird. lets the windshield fill back up with rain. Why would you do that? I just, because I don't like when it just keeps going back and forth. I like to, you know, control when it goes. It's but the only thing in my life I can control. You know that with your windshield wipers, you can control the speed. Not mine. That was, I had to pay extra for that. Excuse me? What? Like mine doesn't have the uh, the timer. Like it's like you can go oscillated where it does it like it'll stop. No, and but there's like a little and dial. Faster and then fa- no, mine does not have the dial. I promise you it does. I've I- looked everywhere for the dial. Okay, so my finger's no. the dial. No, no, but you have speeds on it. Yeah. yeah, but what Mocha's talking about where you can control the oscillation. You can. No. You have speeds on yours. Yeah, that's the normal, then fast, then fastest. But Mocha's right. talking about where you can even slow it down even more. No. Yeah, I don't have that. I'm pretty sure you do. I just don't think that you, sorry, I think that you just don't know your car. You don't know your vehicle. I know my car better than anybody knows my Uh, car. When I had to come help you change your flat tire, you didn't even know where the jack was. You didn't even know what the hell a jack was. Right. That is true. That's true. Yes. That's very true. That's true. Anyway, I found it very interesting. One at a time with the windshield wipe. One at a time. That's so weird, man. It gives you something to do. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Lily Bernard is on hold, Roz. Uh, yeah, Lily, um, back in the 90s, had said that uh, Bill Cosby drugged and raped her. Of course, uh, yesterday it all went down. Cosby finally sentenced to three to ten years uh, in prison, meaning that uh, I don't think he'll be eligible for parole for quite some time. So, uh, Lily Bernard, this has to be a fantastic day. You want to talk to her? Hi, Lily. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz and Mocha. How are you? Doing great. Uh, right off the bat, you sound like in a, a ten times better mood than you would have sounded <laughs> any other day the past couple of years. Oh, gosh, yes. How are, it's a new day. How are you feeling this morning? Have you had a chance to just sort of sit with either your family or, or, or other victims and kind of go through what this means? Oh, that's I love that question. I haven't seen my family yet because they're in Los Angeles and I'm here in New York City, but I did spend a lot of time with oof, maybe... 15, 17 of the other victims. Yeah. Uh, and they were at the courthouse afterwards. We gathered for a meal, but yeah, we're, it's, it's surreal for me, at least, you know, I, I just never in my life expected that this moment would come. Uh, Lily, were you yeah. at the courthouse yesterday? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in and outside of the courthouse in the torrential rain. It was like this baptism, you know, when we came out. What was the, uh, general conversation before the verdict was read versus what happened right after? I would say that we were all pretty much skeptical. Mm-hmm. I was keeping my expectations low, as were some of my survivor sisters. And we, um, I never once did I expect that he would hand down a maximum sentence 
of 10 years, never once. And he gave, of course, a minimum sentence of three years, which means he has to serve three years before even being eligible for parole. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of us talked about that. We will be there every step of the way uh, when those three years are up to testify to the parole board as to why he should continue to remain in prison. I, I looked at it as an absolutely landmark decision in the history of, of gender equality and women's rights. As monumental as this is because it's Bill Cosby, I still think, yeah. and you, maybe, you, maybe you disagree with me on this, um, I, I still think that the headlines for this are wrong and they're not nearly, there's a part of the story that's missing. There's a narrative to this that's missing. And yes, Bill Cosby uh, is going to jail and he was America's dad and he's an icon and people love mm-hmm. him. But we haven't yet dug into the fact that what we witnessed yesterday was quite possibly the most notorious serial rapist in the history of America was finally put in jail. Because I have never read another story or another account or another court case where somebody had 60 accusers against them. 63. 63 63 accusers. 63 publicly known accusers. And I know four or five other women personally who were also abused sexually by Bill Cosby and have not come public. And some of them are, are, are celebrities. He may be the most notorious serial rapist in American history. I absolutely agree with you. And that's a really good point you made. You're the first reporter that I've heard say that. Like, it, this, right. is, this is bigger than just Bill Cosby. This is, this is monumental. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I totally agree with you. Much bigger than Bill Cosby. And it sounds weird to say congratulations, but congratulations. I don't know. What I, other, know. I don't know what other word to use. I don't know what other word to use <laughs> yeah. at this point. But, um, but, uh, but yeah. So be- best of luck to you, and you know, continue oh, with your life. Thank you. Start the healing process, and, uh, and spend some time with your family. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your sensitivity. Damn, girl, you sound so happy today. <laughs> I gotta tell you, <laughs> <laughs> right? With my sleep deprivation at all. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm about yeah, to get on democracy. Uh, I'm about to get on democracy live this morning so yeah. but thank you so much you thank know. you Lily look, Bernard. It, took, it took but look it took a canadian family to do it yeah. right yeah. a canadian family yeah you andrea we can't forget about andrea in this conversation either no you can't no you guys are progressive we appreciate your time lily thank you so much my pleasure all right take care you guys this is the rosin mocha show podcast uh so we all know that uh damn it damn it Murray, come in here for a second please my love we do you know damn it Maury. Maury has a a fake manager. Do you mean my buddy Mark Bentley? Yeah, Mark Bentley, who is actually Maury, and he has like a Twitter account and everything else. Let's just else. say allegedly. Allegedly. And Not allegedly, it's there. It's a, <laughs> and, you, Mark Bentley tweeted Halle Berry last year during TIFF asking if she needed new representation. <laughs> okay. It's out in the world. People who Mark might call might listen. Right. We don't need to ruin this. Right, so Mark Bentley uh, does things like call ahead to hotels for Maury, says it's his birthday even though you have to show ID when you check in uh, to get a better room and champagne and everything else. But it always works. Mark Bentley has got Maury Parks on airplanes. Mark Bentley has done a lot of stuff for Maury. Mark Bentley's currently working on my New York trip this Christmas. Right. Oh, no. Uh, Lady Gaga, who yeah. is a superstar, probably going to win an Academy Award this year, doing the rounds promoting A Star is Born. And she's on Ellen today. And let me play you this clip of Lady Gaga on Ellen talking about when she was just starting out in the game. Well, you know, when I started my career, I i mean, when I decided around 19 years old that I was going to go for it as a singer because I, I couldn't get 
any jobs as an actress. And, you know, I just hit the pavement running and I was dragging my piano around New York City, banging on doors. And I would call up and I, you know, I'd be like, hello, this is um, Lady Gaga's manager and um, she's really hot right now. And um, uh, we would like the 10 p.m. slot uh, for her. You know, she, she, you know if, you, if you can fit her in. And I used to just like, uh, uh, pretend that I was my own manager. Right? Try, try to get uh, the best gig that I could. Oh! <laughs> All right, little monsters. Oh. Can I tell you yes a real life lady gaga story so when gaga was first starting out yeah just dance her first single with akon was just released yeah and she was making the rounds i was working at a radio station in kitchener at the time and she showed up at the radio station for an interview we had a great chat yeah talked and everything right she was going to do a show that night at a small club, maximum like 300 people. Sure. Right? So the general manager of the radio station called me and said, hey, can you get me an autograph for this new Lady Gaga person? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I totally forgot to get the autograph. Right. And he called me and said, hey, did you get me that autograph? And I was like, yeah, boss, <laughs> I did. I'm going to leave it on your desk. No. So I took no. the CD that no. the record label had brought, opened the CD, right. <laughs> took the, the cover out, and signed in, in silver Sharpie, Lady Gaga, thank you for the support. And to, th to this day, yeah. to this day, he has no idea, and I think he has it framed at home. Okay, so what we've learned right now is that Lady Gaga at one time pretended to be her own manager. Damn it, Maury has frequently pretended to be his own agent, and you at one time pretended to be Lady Gaga? <laughs> <laughs> you win. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. You ever miss a flight before? <laughs> yes. Multiple times? <laughs> yeah. It's no big deal, though. It uh, sucks when you miss a flight and you're going on vacation, but I've missed flights for work before. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a much different vibe. Like, you miss a flight when you're flying for work, I really don't care. <laughs> like, I'm not running. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not killing myself in a snowstorm to, to try and make a flight for work. There's a guy in Dublin, Ireland, who was arrested because he missed his flight. He didn't make the plane on time. And instead of trying to figure out an alternate plan, maybe get on another flight. He decides to run out of the airport onto the tarmac after the plane that he was to be on and try to flag down the pilot. Tried to hail a plane. To be like, yo fam, can you stop and let <laughs> no, me on? No. And two police cars went after him. Yeah. And the cops jumped out and pinned him to the, to the tarmac. Yeah. Because you can't, run after a plane after it's about to leave there's one rule <laughs> there's one rule in an airport all right there's one rule in an airport there's a lot of rules in an airport but there's one thing you should always keep in mind in an airport when you are in an airport yeah you should never encounter a door that you have to open on your own if you do you will be beat to the ground Yes. Right? You will never encounter a door in an airport that you have to open on your own. 
If it's if you if you're allowed to walk through, it's going to open automatically for you. You should never have to open a door. I'm guessing this guy probably opened about three on his own. On his own. On his own. Yeah, you, you don't. I do assume that. with his carry on. Yes. Right. Maybe a knapsack or a work bag that or whatever. Stupid pillow thing around that his neck. Pillow thing still around <laughs> his neck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tried to hail no. as if it were a, a cab, no. an airplane no. to be like, please stop and let me on because no. I missed my flight. No, like if, if a bus driver won't even do that. Yeah, like TTC driver. You think drivers. a plane is going to do no. that? No, no. When a when a when a TTC driver closes that door, and looking you're, at you and, dead in the eye, dead too. in the eye. <laughs> no, we get the next one, Holmes. Yeah, yeah. I got to make my time here. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So Alex Trebek did this whole thing. He came back after the summer and he showed up on set of Jeopardy with a beard. Yeah. And he's like, hey, why don't you go to, I think it was our Facebook page and vote as to whether I should keep the beard or not. And this was presumably going to go on for a little while. And then Stephen Colbert came back with a beard and then he started challenging Alex Trebek and it was going to, it had the potential to be this like real fun thing. Yeah. Right. And then Alex goes on uh, TV. When was this from Friday, Maury? The Alex Trebek thing. When's it from Friday? Is this one that happens? So Friday, Alex goes on TV and says this. Sorry to have to tell you folks, but voting is now closed. And we've determined that the winner is my wife, Jean. She voted for me to be clean shaven. And so that's it. Right? Oh, no. So even if the fans voted for him to keep yeah, the beard. It all meant nothing. It meant nothing because yeah. his wife was like, yeah. I prefer you without. Yeah. And I, I have a problem with that. I really, I, I have a problem with, there's a lot of women who don't like beards and that's, and that's fine. But this idea that you can force somebody to shave a beard is preposterous to me. That's crazy. Right? Though. That would be like a guy saying, I don't like kissing you with lipstick. Cause that's always the thing is I don't like kissing you with a beard. It's like saying, I don't like you kissing with lipstick. Don't wear lipstick anymore. You'd be murdered. Oh, if yeah. a guy said that to a woman, if a guy told a woman not to wear lipstick anymore. Oh my God. It would be a delete so-and-so day on social media. Like, you wouldn't be able to, you can't say that, right? about the Alex Trebek thing is, was this like a, well, I'm going to take it to the audience because you assume they would have had a conversation about it at home before he ever took it to a vote. Sure. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it's almost like, was it a spike I know, it's thing? weird. It's weird. I don't know what it is. I don't know what happened, but they were setting this up like it was going to be something, like it yeah. was going to be a thing where they would do a tally and then a reveal and whatnot, but he, he just fully, for a few weeks. he just fully came out and did the, my wife doesn't like my beard. Oh, you know, Alex, on television, you, right? Like, I was quite disappointed oh. in that. I was expecting, like, some real big cool thing or that he would show up, show up on Colbert and they'd both do something together. I don't know. But the, the my wife won't let me have a beard thing is kind of, I don't know, it's weak. It's weak. Kind of a cop out. Yeah. Or I wonder if he, like, really didn't like the beard and he was like, I'm just yeah, going to say. But then he wouldn't have grown it all summer. I think he liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he liked I think it. everybody liked it. You ever known a man to grow a beard who didn't like it? No. Yeah. No. Also, a white beard, that's, that's something special. Right. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, we got some things to celebrate today. Uh, Another new pair of tight pants. Yes. No, today is a National Pancake Day. Today is a fitness day. Ah. Uh, but most importantly, Maury... <laughs> <laughs> Fitness. It's it's really cruel that Fitness Day and National Pancake Day fall on the same day. But anyway, uh, also, you eat the carbs, you work the carbs off. Exactly. So also, uh, Love Note Day. This day is best celebrated by telling someone you love them by writing a message of love 
in a form of a note. So Maury has uh, penned a love note today. I sure have. Now, do you want to tell us who this is for at the top, or do you want to wait? Okay, you let us know. know. Okay, so what uh, do you need? Any special kind of music for that? Oh, Mocha's already on it. Never mind, Maury. That's nice. Dearest T. T. Oh, so it's not about me. Somebody about. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, Anyway, I wanted to. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Dearest T. Yeah. Wait, is this a person who's their first name? How about you just let me read this? Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Sit back then. Dearest T, on Love Note Day, I echo what I've said to you every day. You are the electricity that flows through me, that sends me shivers of joy and quivery bliss. I love that you go everywhere with me, and I can always count on you in private, public, and under my sleeve. Whether it's wet or dry, you never disappoint. When my husband sleeps, you're awake. When my family bores me, you keep me entertained. You're under the table. You're in my bed. I love you always, finger tickles. Ew. Excuse me? What? Who is that to? Finger tickles. What's finger tickles? Is that like when I you actually tickling yourself or you know somebody named finger tickles? No, when I tickle myself. Oh. Wait, so... The, the, the title, by the way, is Love Note to My so Finger Tickles. you wrote a love note to yourself? Nope. Wait, to I don't finger get it. tickles. So what's T? Tickles. Tickles. It's, you know, like a pet name. Now let me see. Have dearest Tickles. Yeah. So, Why don't you just call it Dearest Tickles? Well, because I call, I call him T. Right. And it's a he. Of course. Okay, so let's I'm just, not let him come just explain something arm. really quickly to people. So Maury has a thing that he does, which is he compulsively tickles his own forearm. My right forearm. Yeah. Don't talk sexy to me, Maury. Okay, we're done with that. <laughs> with also, music. do you remember when Maury was reading that poem? And uh, he put a sexy accent on only certain words. I yeah. find it odd. That I don't want to point that out. That you didn't put the sexy accent on wet. You put it on dry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody else caught Listen, that. I, I caught that. Yeah, and there's like, a, there are a lot of things I caught. But I just I don't want to put yeah, them it's, on. Whether okay. it's wet or dry. Right. Yeah. Don't oh, do that. That's wow. so it's so off-putting to people. Uh, and you're tickling your arm as you tell this story right uh. now. But you can't tickle yourself. Science has proved that you can't actually tickle yourself. You don't, Science. It doesn't prove. You, you can't tickle your own arm. Science, my friend, is wrong. Okay. Wow. Because I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see the Joker over the weekend? Did the, I see the Joker? The pictures of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker? Yeah, I kind of dig it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it. And I know that it was just a test shot. So if you haven't seen it on uh, on social, on I guess it was maybe Saturday, they released test footage of Joaquin Phoenix, who's in the new Joker movie. And he's standing there just looking like Joaquin Phoenix with a haircut that looks like Lord Farquaad from Shrek. <laughs> and then they're sort of spinning a... like. V- film footage around him so it's like almost superimposed on his face and then at the end of it you see Joaquin Phoenix there and just sort of clown makeup and then he does a laugh and an eyebrow lift and then a serious look I kind of Joaqu- dig it and Joaquin Phoenix psycho anyway like sure. that dude is just I don't know how he so he might be perfect for it so he might be perfect for it but I, I, I don't mind it and I will remind people 
And I know everybody's, and it should be, everybody's favorite Joker, the greatest Joker of all time was Heath Ledger's Joker. Without a doubt. Without question. And everybody forgets the fury and absolute disdain when it was announced that Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker. People lost their minds. For sure. I remember that. It was the biggest mistake anybody had ever made in the history of cinema when they cast Heath Ledger as the Joker. And then once we all watched that movie, yeah, it was like collectively we all took a step back and we're like, whoa. Oh, hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were wrong. Yeah, we're like, look at that. 10 things I hate about you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the last night. Wow. Broke back what? <laughs> <laughs> Broke the face with the truth. Yeah, so I kind of dig it. I don't mind it. And uh, and the guy who's directing it, what's that cat's name again? I can't remember. Todd Phillips. Yeah. Uh, who did all the Hangover movies, but he also did the movie with, um, was it Jonah Hill? And who else was in that movie where they sold guns? Oh, was it, uh, was, War, it, was it War Dogs? Was it War, War Dogs, Dogs, right? Yeah. So he did that movie. And that movie That was is, a great movie. It's really great. I was actually surprised by how much I like that movie. Yeah. Like that movie's really great. So I know that you're Todd Phillips and you have this thing of like, oh, the hangovers directing the Joker movie. But watch War Dogs because it's really great. Um, I'm still, you know, kind of on the fence. Yeah. About the actual Joker movie. But... Joaquin Phoenix as the joke just based on that you know couple seconds that we saw of him yeah, in the makeup yeah. I dig the makeup but obviously it's the whole story that's gonna have to yeah. play into the decision as to whether or not I'm, I'm down with this right and I think that it really helps too is at least when it comes to the actor who plays a role like the Joker that they're a complete introvert yeah you know Heath Ledger was the same way Heath Ledger was a complete introvert and so you didn't really have a good handle on Heath Ledger you never really saw him like mm. talk and hang out he never really seemed like a fun guy yeah and Joaquin Phoenix is the same way yeah and so know. I think you need to be that guy like I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal could play the Joker no somebody yeah. like Joaquin Phoenix you don't know when you see him uh, in an interview or on a red carpet you or whatever. You don't see him in interviews. You don't know if, or of the ones that yes. he's doing, you don't know if he's being, like, serious no. or if he's playing up a role. Yeah. Like, he's not, I don't know. He's kind of weird. And even when, and even when Jared Leto did the Joker in Suicide Squad, Jared Leto hadn't done a movie in, like, seven years. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't really have a good handle on Jared Leto. yeah. Right? I still haven't seen that movie. I'm sorry. He did. Uh, he did um, uh, Dallas Buyers Club, and then he came back and did uh, and did the no, Joker. Was but it like, that long? Yeah. In he between? Did, no. He did Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. So he hadn't done a movie in like seven years. Then he did Dallas Buyers Club. Which then, I he, saw. then Then he immediately did the Joker. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but no. Again. So like total like you know introvert. Not like a re- you don't have sure. a real good handle on these guys. So I'm digging it. I like it. I'm looking forward to the Joker movie, man. So I'm sure they're going to be releasing more footage hopefully over the next little while here we go the Roz and mocha show podcast see akon uh, launching his own cryptocurrency excuse me called a coin oh stop it I swear he announced it like last week really a coin has very own cryptocurrency in africa he- i don't hear a lot of uh a lot of stories about crypto anymore 
Only is people this, who like getting ripped off and stuff. Is this still around? Like, is it yeah. still as prevalent as uh, as it always has been? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, every day, I would have to, to to sort of go through and sift through all the crypto stories to try and make sense of it all. Uh, Akon says, "So what you're investing in is the future of Africa when you invest in Acoin. I realize that this crypto is going to be the future in currency. I just watch how things change drastically. Crypto is going to be the next digital currency." So if you invest in that now, if you don't see that coming, you're a fool. That's crazy. How much do you have in crypto, Maury? <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. Maury forgot, invested in Bitcoin, like, right from the beginning. Yeah. Small amount, though, like 60 bucks, right? Yeah, back then. And then he forgot his password. And what we've learned is that once you forget your password, there's no way to get it back. What yeah. I've come to realize is that I'm a millionaire that will never be a millionaire. You're not a millionaire. You're not a millionaire, no though. The the, the, tur- the turnover has not been that great. Yeah, and it was only sixty bucks that you no, but invested. But it could be. No, you couldn't no. be. The numbers mathematically, don't work. you cannot be a millionaire. Yeah, maybe you hit three digits. Maybe like three digits before or after the decimal point. Maybe you're at like a hundred bucks. Maybe I don't even think you're that. You're no, up at hundred. It's yet. one of those fantasies. It could be whatever I want it to be, but I'll never get it. Like your marriage. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Come on, honestly, at least laugh at that. That Hold was on. funny. Stop. Everyone, I got to oh, make a call. I thought that he was, was going to make a call. Ah! This is nine one one. Do you have an emergency? Yeah, damn it, Maury was burned like real bad. All right, help is on the way. Uh, okay, no, I don't think that the math works that way. So if you invested like sixty bucks, what was it, sixty bucks? Yes, yeah, sixty dollars. Yeah, Canadian. I don't think the math works that you'd be. Maybe you'd have like a grand. Like I don't know. But I don't know what's like the, back the, at the beginning. So uh, everyone's been texting me, telling me that I'm a millionaire. No, who texts who? you? Show me one text right now. DJ Climax wrote me going, "You, you could be a millionaire. Well, We're going to Vegas. He's Hotel rooms on you. you. He's so who else? Who else? You. Just the one. So right. why'd you say everyone? You because I didn't think you'd call me out on it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, so today was National Pancake Day. I love pancakes. And pancakes are, oh God. So a new survey for National Pancake Day was mm. released. And they say it was an American survey. Which percentage of Americans said clearly, full stop, that they do not like pancakes? Uh, zero. You have to be nuts to not like pancakes. I don't like pancakes. You don't really? like pancakes? No, I don't like Why? pancakes. I don't really like it. It's too too cakey, too sweet, too, it's too fluffy and no, good. No, I don't like pancakes. I will Man, I will choose like I will, I will choose no breakfast if pancakes were the only option. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, I think it's just because you've not had a good pancake. I've had oh see this is that's like you're don't be the weed guy, Maury. When I say I don't like weed, it makes me sick and like, oh, you just never smoked the right weed, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't don't be the weed guy. I've tried good pancakes. Yeah, no, I don't I like pancakes. So seven percent of Americans said that they don't like really? pancakes, uh, including two percent. I would be in this two percent that actually said they quite hate pancakes. You hate pancakes yeah. that much? Sixty-two percent think that what is the best topping on pancakes? Sixty-two percent think is what is the best topping on pancakes? <laughs> uh, strawberries, uh, syrup. Okay, oh, I was going to say blueberries. I was going to say whipped cream. Whipped cream? No, that's for waffles. What are you doing to her breakfast? What are you guys doing? You're going like I'm not saying I enjoy it. My perfect pancake is either with uh, peanut butter on it or Nutella on it. Maybe some fruits. Maybe some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Like blueberry. uh, 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 Mm Mm-hmm. What is it called when they take the blueberries and they boil them and it turns into a syrupy? and Garbage. 
Oh, not garbage. Compote? Compost. Oh, gross. Not compost. <laughs> Compo? Compe? I don't know. Uh, but I thought this was weird when I read it, but you just confirmed it, Mocha, what? which is I was shocked when they said that 4% of people put peanut butter on pancakes. Yeah, oh, we do that. so good. We what do that and then cinnamon on. on. Then you put peanut butter, bananas, and cinnamon on top. Cinnamon? Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> you say cinnamon weird, bro. Cinnamon? <laughs> cinnamon? Cinnamon? <laughs> <laughs> Cinnamon. Cinnamon. C- Cinnamon. 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 This guy. This guy. You just can't have a, con- a normal conversation with you in the room. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I want to tell you a story of a triathlete who got kicked out of a sushi, all-you-can-eat sushi restaurant. Because he's a triathlete? That seems unfair. A German triathlete by the name of Jaroslav Bombarowski was kicked out and banned from an all-you-can-eat sushi oh, buffet. Because he ate too much? Please. Because he ate. No. How many plates, you think? No. So how many pieces of sushi are on a plate? That I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I mean, the sushi, various sizes. But how much sushi, how many plates of sushi do you think it would take to get somebody kicked out and banned for life. Jeez. Um, I don't know. Like 100. 100. <laughs> okay. When you guys start getting into triple digits eating anything, unless it's rice, I'm like, okay, that's too much, bro. He says he thinks that he ate at least 18 pounds of sushi that day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the restaurant's owner told media, local media, he eats for five people. That is not normal. <laughs> so oh, my God. He was no longer allowed to dine at that restaurant. He's a former bodybuilder and current Ironman triathlete. Yeah says that he does follow a very unusual diet. He restricts himself from eating for 20 hours. Oh, so he fasts. And then eats until he's stuffed to maintain his 10% body fat. And sometimes that means eating up to 100 plates of sushi. That is crazy. 200 pieces of sushi at a total cost of $18. Hold on a second here. 200 pieces of sushi at a cost of $18. And I mean, I know sushi is not that expensive, but 200 pieces of sushi. 200. He goes to this restaurant a lot. And the restaurant (laughs) owner was like, listen, it's cool that you come here to visit. But financially, we as a restaurant for you, one individual cannot afford to have you eating here the amount of food that you eat. So we're going to have to ask you. Yeah, it's very bad for business. So we're going to have to ask you very nicely to never come here again. God, those athletes, when they start eating, when they're training, is incredible. It's just incredible how much food that they can pack away. Sometimes, like, so The Rock, one of my favorite people in the universe, I follow him. He's like strict diet, right? Yeah, it's like two steaks for breakfast and pasta. On his cheat days, It's like going to Jollibee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but on his cheat days, right? Like he posted yeah. the other day, like, look at all this sushi. This is one of his cheat meals, right? Yeah. Look at all this sushi. And the, we're not talking like tiny, tiny pieces. Oh, we're talking yeah. like big, 
Oh, like, and he's got and he's got some of sushi. fried stuff in there too, and right? Sushi that's got stuff on top yeah. of it. Yeah, like that's a that. heavy, heavy meal right there. I've never sat in front of me to have a to have a meal where I need three full size dinner plates to hold all my food. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I will say this: <laughs> like that, like that's when you're eating for a family. At that point, I remember in I don't know oh six oh seven. Five of us went to a Chinese buffet. Yeah. Damn and we were there stuff. for three hours, oh. three and a half hours. Yeah. We were there taking our time. We'd eat, drink a glass of water, sit down, talk, yeah. get up, go for get more. something else, sit down, yeah. talk some more, get up, go somewhere else, stuff by the end of it. See, I'll tell you, when you go to a Chinese buffet... I always make the mistake. I'm good if I just stick to the wings, right? If I'm doing like the Chinese wings and rice, I'm yeah. good. You know what's the killer is? What? As soon as you put one of those bloody little chicken balls in your mouth. Oh, that's the killer. Over. It's yeah. over. You're right. It's, it's over. over. You're oh. done. You can dab a little sauce on it. <laughs> chicken mm. balls last at the oh. buffet. This is the Rosin Mocha Show podcast. Kanye West lately has been all over Instagram, all over Twitter. Everything mm. from talking about mm. music to fashion to nonsense. And yesterday, he hit everyone with a message to Drake. This comes like two weeks yeah. after he posted a picture of Drake standing on stage during his tour and being like, yo, the tour looks amazing. The set looks amazing. I can't yeah. wait to check My it out. My man. Right? Can't wait to go. I can't wait. I'm going to show up to, to one of your shows within the next 10 days. Yeah. Right? 10 days has yeah. passed. Kanye yeah. hasn't shown up. And then yesterday, you would think, like up until yesterday, you would think everything was okay between yeah. Drake and Kanye West. Yeah. And then Kanye went on Instagram and had a message for Drake. Now the next thing is with Drake. What I'm looking for for my spirit to take accountability is the fact that it's people making rumors or thinking that you <laughs> my wife and you're not saying nothing and you carrying it like that. That don't sit well with my spirit. You know, if I had a girlfriend from Chicago, her name was Renita, and then you was married to Rihanna. I wouldn't make no song called Riri. So when you're like, oh, I don't know where it come from, you're too smart for that, bro. You know where that come from. Don't make no record with nothing that could be confused. So I did tell you not to do that. So period, it's like, don't speak on none of nobody from my family, nothing that could be even mentioned with my wife, period. We don't have to talk again. I'm not giving no energy to that, but I'm telling you that. Mm-hmm. But I thought... So I don't know why or how the Kiki thing came up again in the past like week and a half because I thought that we all discovered back in July who Kiki was. No. Because people were speculating it was Kishante because they're friends, they knew each other from back in the day. People speculated it was Kim Kardashian because her nickname is Kiki. Yep. But I specifically remember there was a girl... That everyone, it was like mid-July, and maybe this story just flew right by everyone, but claiming this is the real Kiki. And then she even went on Instagram and on Twitter and said, yes, I am the girl that Drake is talking about in the song because we used to have a relationship back in the day. Right, but it only matters if Drake says it. Doesn't matter what some, doesn't matter what some, exactly. Drake doesn't say anything. It doesn't matter what some, it doesn't matter what some girl says. It doesn't matter. All I said, things that are fact is that, um, 
Kim Kardashian has said that her nickname around the house is Kiki and Courtney's is Coco. Yes. And that's fact. Yes. Right? So we know that. And I went through the conspiracy theory like deep Mm. when everybody was like, Kiki is Kim and there's, there's things all throughout Scorpion that allude to Drake and Kim Kardashian smashing. Like there's people pulled like oh. lines out of it, like exactly how he gets from his house to her house. There's a line of like yes. turning left at whatever. There's all if this you stuff. Listen to the song eight out of 10. That's if that is not a message to Kanye and throwing yes. in Kim Kardashian, right. I don't know what is. Thank you. And if you listen to quote unquote side a of that Scorpion album. Yeah. At some point today. With this in your mind, go listen to Side A of Scorpion. Yeah. And think about every single one of those songs, Drake is talking directly to Kanye West and to Kanye only. People pulled pictures of Kim Kardashian. She posted a pic of herself in like a pool in a white bikini, leaning back, looking good. And then she captioned the photo, I'm really shy. And then right after that, Drake posted on his IG a picture of him on stage pointing out at the crowd, and his caption on that post was, I'm shy. (laughs) (laughs) Things are getting interesting. Right? Things are getting interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I I understand. I understand where Kanye's coming from. I really do. I'm like, listen, we we all we have wives and girlfriends, husbands, whatever it is, who had a sexual history, and that's fine. They were grown people. And they're loving people and they're passionate people and they're sexual people. When you get somebody and you find them and you love them, they're going to have a sexual history in most cases. Yeah. But I understand what Kanye is coming from, which is like he understands that Kim had that. There's video evidence that we can all see proof that Kim had that relationship with other people in the past. But I understand what Kanye is saying, which is stop talking about it. Right. Okay. She's my wife now. Right. She's we have two children together. Okay, stop trolling me with the fact that you smash my wife. That's not cool anymore, which I agree with Kanye on that, unless it's still happening. But Drake's shy, don't forget. <laughs> yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Um, I misread this, and it sounded far more interesting than what it actually is. I have something here that I wanted to play for you, and I, I just, I've had it all morning, and I just never got to it. That's what she said. And I thought it read, flying sausages sound like screaming people. (laughs) What? And I thought, man, I can't wait to hear this. But early on this morning, I misread it. And I've in my head, it's been flying sausages. But it's frying sausages sound like screaming people. Frying. Frying. Oh, yes. Okay. So someone posted a video where they're frying sausages in a pan. And I guess the sausage casing, when you fry a sausage, a sausage, I love a sausage. Mm. Uh, the, the sausage casing, when the casing starts to expand with air inside of it and all them sausage juice, yeah. uh, little holes start to develop. And the air escapes the sausage at that time. And it makes a noise depending on the temperature you're cooking, depending on the thickness of the sausage. I like a thick sausage. Um, Depending on the thickness of the sausage. And uh, and this guy recorded it, and it's actually quite horrifying. So this is a uh, flying sausage sounding like screaming people. Oh, my God. Oh my god, it really does! 
like, uh, it sounds, like a, it sounds like a school's on fire. No, it sounds like when, when a roller coaster is going by. Yeah. And people are screaming. Yeah. I'll see. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really uh, Maury, so Maury, get my journal. I'm gonna write a uh, my new book, uh, Haunted Sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, Dunkin' Donuts in the states. <laughs> Dung and Donuts. Dunkin'. Oh, <laughs> you know Dunkin' Donuts? I don't. We don't have it up here, but. Yeah, we do. Where? Is, is there not? I thought, I swear to God, we had a Dunkin' Donuts up here. Where? Yeah, I've seen one before. The only Dunkin' Donuts I've ever been to is when I cross the border into Buffalo, which stinks, by the way, uh, and go to the outlet mall in the food court there. Yeah. They got a Dunkin' Donuts. That's no. the only place I've ever had. I mean, okay, maybe in New York, too. But yeah. I've never seen a Dunkin' Donuts up no, here. No, for sure. There, you, there had to have been, man. But had I think, I don't know if this is uh, um, a publicity stunt. Okay. Much like what IHOP did a couple months ago when they dropped the P and replaced it with a B, IHOB. Oh, yeah, for burgers, because that's Because they wanted to be uh, right. International House of Burgers instead right. of International House of Pancakes. Right. And then a couple weeks later, they said, just kidding. We just wanted to do that to promote yeah. our burgers. Which Fair enough, fine. it worked. But Dunkin' Donuts says that uh, after 68 years, they're dropping the name Donuts from their name. Uh, yeah, dropping Donuts from the name, and they will move forward with only be known as Dunkin'. Dunkin'? Yeah. Oh. Dunkin'. I don't know about that. Which, that- I don't know. That may be... I don't know if it's a publicity stunt, because they said they, they are trying to say... They are much more Jeez. than donuts. Yeah. Right? But, but you don't. Is that like Weight Watchers just changed their name? Yeah. No, to, they didn't. To, to what? To WWW. Yeah. WWW what? No, just WWW. WWW. Who says WWW? For Weight Watchers. Just say Weight Watchers. Yeah, it's a no, rebrand. No, it's a rebranding. W-W. It's because I don't even, I think it's now even considered a microaggression to even say the word weight. Because now they're a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. It's every, everybody is shattering conventional beauty standards and you're not allowed to say weight anymore. Like you can't even reference. It's, it's a wild ride, man. It is a wild ride. Somebody. Yeah. You can't even call your thing weight watchers anymore. Can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Duncan. And I'm sure maybe Dunk because donuts make people fat. Right. And I would not put it past them if this is not like, let's say that this Dunkin Donuts taking donut out of their name. Right. Yeah. Let's say that that isn't a publicity stunt like IHOP was for International House of Burgers. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they came back with market research that said that the word donut in your donut shop is hurting business, which is ridiculous. But that's why that there was 68 a, years. Yes. Yes. That's like, a brand. Yes. Like Tim Hortons is now a bake shop. Right. As opposed bake, to a donut shop. Because it's in their, their logo now. Yeah, bake shop. Bake shop. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I find yeah. that interesting. WW. That one's surprising. Yeah. <laughs> WW. Yeah. First you hit up Duncan, then you hit up WW. <laughs> oh, what the hell's going on? Yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, didn't I just read somewhere that they're doing, uh, let's see the reality show that they're doing. Are they are they doing like a Munchkin version of Dancing with the Stars, or was it called yeah. Junior version? I guess not Munchkin version. That uh, that headline or that press release came out yesterday, right? Yeah, with Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. Yo, 
We've been talking about Honey Boo Boo for like nine years. How old is that kid now? Like at least 18, right? She, how old's Honey Boo Boo? Or like 15? She, she's or got it. She has to be. She had to qualify. She'd have to be like 15. She has to be. Hold on here. Honey Boo Boo and Trip Palin. Who the hell's Trip? Oh, Sarah Palin's grandkid, I guess? Wasn't that kid just born yesterday? I, I guess not. Uh, for the first ever Dancing with the Stars Juniors. Right, I was wrong. It's not Munchkins. <laughs> Get the mini mirror ball trophy ready, they say. The cast of the first ever Dancing with the Stars Junior was revealed. She's 13. What's that? She's 13. 13. Oh, boo-boo? Yeah. Yeah. No. That's what Wiki says. Yeah, so uh, Bristol Palin and Levi Johnson's son, Trip Palin. Scotty Pippen's daughter, Sophia. Blackish actor, Miles Brown. And here comes Honey Boo Boo star, Alana Thompson. Each child will be paired with a junior competitive dancer, as well as a dance pro from the regular Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars Junior uh, premieres Sunday, October 7th on ABC. Uh, yeah. You gonna watch that? I don't think so. Mm, Even for Honey like Boo Boo, but you're like her biggest fan. I, don't, I can't watch kids do stuff, man. Not on TV. Okay, well, hold yeah, on. The um, bake, the kids' baking know. shows are quite funny. Yeah, no, no, no. I get, I get it. I get it. But I I, know, like, I watched Dancing with the Stars, and it was on again, I think, last night. Yeah. Or two nights ago, sorry. Uh, I only wanted to see Grocery Store Joe yeah. from Bachelor, yeah. Bachelor Nation. Yeah. He's terrible, by the way. Is he? Oh, oh so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the guy. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm down with the kids' version. Of Dancing with the Stars. What yeah. would be the entertainment value in that? Well, kids, I have a hard time... dancing, I guess. Yeah, I have a hard time rooting yeah. for a ch- child because it's not my kid, right? Yeah, I'll, root for, sure. I'll root for my own kid. Sure. Right? Yeah, but I, 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 I kind of root for somebody else's kid. Yeah, I get it. It's weird. Also, 13, I mean, she's on the cusp, Honey Boo Boo, of not being a junior. No, I think, thir- no, I think yeah. you qualified 13. Yeah, I, I'd say maybe, maybe the cutoff is like... 16? Yeah, I think that if they're all between, say, 12 and 15, that's fine. Yeah. I don't think you can have a 14-year-old competing against an 8-year-old. Yeah, that's... I don't no, know. That's maybe, on, that's I don't know. Maybe, maybe you can. I mean, it's not... Maybe you can, for God's sake. It's not like boxing weight classes. No, right? I know you're right. It's dancing, for God's sake. What am I saying? It's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it's not yeah. unfair at, at all. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so uh, Dancing with the Stars Jr., if you're into that, October 7th. Yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. They did a poll and asked people to put a list together of the things that they feel are grossly overpriced. And then within that, the things that are grossly overpriced that they're still willing to pay for. What would you say? Good morning, Maury. Yes, yes. yes. Welcome to the conversation. Uh, Mocha, what would you say is falls under the list of grossly overpriced? I'll give you an example. Sure. Movie tickets. People feel are grossly overpriced. Easily. I automatically think about food. Food? Really? Things that are grossly overpriced. Like steak. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, food, not on, I, I, okay, movie theater popcorn. Oh, Grossly easily. overpriced. Yes. Okay. Uh, health insurance, I guess, is a unit in the U.S. Gas is on the list of being grossly oh, overpriced. Yeah. Car repairs. Number two was gonna, I was going to say on my list mm-hmm. would be gas. Car repairs too, though. I mean, I smashed up the back of my car. It's going to cost two grand. Uh, Concert tickets. Yeah. Yeah. College tuition. For sure. Apple products. (laughs) Yeah, but we still still pay the money for it. Shoes. Airline tickets. Yeah, sneakers. (laughs) Right? 
Shoes and clothing. Wine at restaurants. That's the one that always gets oh, me. Where I could go in the God. store and buy a bottle of wine for $18 and then at yeah. a restaurant it's 250 Yeah. Right? I know. I would say bottle service should oh. be the number one thing on that list. Where you get off charging $300 for a $28 bottle of vodka. Yeah. That's insane you know, to me. Because you're paying for what they call the quote unquote experience. Right. Oh, yeah. Then anything's an experience. We're going to charge so much But more. bottle service may be the most oh. grossly overpriced thing that has ever Dude, existed that people pay for. I can't even tell you. One year we did bottle service at a club in Vegas. Yeah. And legit, the bottle that we got yeah. at the LCBO is, I believe, $48. Yeah. And at the club in Vegas, just the bottle. I'm not even I'm not even talking about getting a booth right. in the club. The couch rental. <laughs> or yeah. the fee to get into the, the club. The door fee and the couch rental are separate. Just the bottle, $48 bottle yeah. at the LCBO of yeah. vodka, premium vodka. I think it was like Belvedere or something, yeah. right? It was like two, almost 300 bucks. Yeah, 300 bucks. That's the markup on it. Can we add other things like avocado? Uh, sure, you can add <laughs> avocado. Um, hotel rooms, cable, uh, Apple products. Now, yeah. they also say that we spend an extra $229 a month on stuff that we think is overpriced, but we also think is worth it. Now, on that list, tell me if you agree with this. Uh, expensive skincare products. Oh, yeah. Face cream. Yeah. Good shoes. Yes. Good coffee. Oh, yes. I just spent six bucks on a chai. Good toothpaste. Yeah. And finally, the one thing that I, I fully, totally, and 100% agree, good toilet paper. Oh. Yeah, but... Okay, you need, you, just, it you, you need it though. You need listen, it. Listen, if you're gonna splurge on anything in your life, yep. you gotta splurge on that toilet paper. That's yep. why I steal the good stuff from the hotels. Right. And if anybody's seen my tushy, you know that I've used a quality wiping product <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> I, I will not go. I will not go if I have to use an inferior product. I really? will wait. Until you get home? Yep. What if you're at a restaurant? What do yep. you do? I've never pooped in a restaurant. Who poops in a restaurant? Have I ever? I don't think I ever have. There are or some times where you have no choice. No, there's not. There's never a time where I've had no choice. Never mm. in my life have I been somewhere where I've had no choice. Never. Never. And you know where the worst toilet paper is? Porto potties <sighs> First of all, okay, I can't even talk I, to you right now. Yeah. I, I may ask you to leave the room. Sure. Okay. I was at an apple orchard. What am I going to do? Leave early or uh, or hold it. Yeah. You only have two choices at that at that point. <laughs> I've never pooped in a, in a, in a no, me body. Oh, me neither. No, so me neither. That's why I'm more like never. the people. I mean, and I've been fall over drunk at Lollapalooza. <laughs> <laughs> and he still managed to hold and it. And I still managed to hold it. <laughs> yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Mocha, one time for the podcast. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. Where is Porto Potty? What is the longest flight you can tolerate as a human sitting on an airplane? Five Four hours. Four hours. Yeah. I can do five to LA. Anything after that, I'm done. I can't okay, do it. yeah. E- even going to London hurts too much. I can it's, do, yeah, like LA always or Vegas, it. anything like that. Yeah. I can do anything longer than that. It's five and a half to Portugal. The first Airbus 350-900ULR arrived in Singapore over the weekend as yeah. Singapore Airlines prepares to launch the world's longest flight. The journey between Singapore and New York City will run between October 11th, covering a distance 
of 16,700 kilometers and will clock in at 18 hours, 45 minutes. Not chief. Nope. Absolutely not. Do you know how many movies you'd have to watch on that flight? You know what? Maybe we're not supposed to go between those two countries. Right? Maybe yeah. people in New York aren't, in supposed to, aren't supposed to visit Singapore. In maybe, one shot? Maybe people in Singapore, just in general, maybe people in Singapore aren't supposed to visit New York for pleasure. I understand if you've got to get out of there and you've got to take a boat and you've got to do that, all this other stuff. But sure. that's too long on a flight. 18... 18- Nope. 18 hours and what about the flights to uh, friggin' Australia though? This is, is like 24 hours, right? No, this is longer. This is the longest nonstop no, this flight. Is the longest? Oh yeah, no, sorry, nonstop. Yeah, non-stop. This is this is nonstop oh, yeah. in an airplane. Once you're on that plane, you are not yeah. getting off for the, 18 hours. The current uh, title holder nope. is straight up 18 hour nonstop journey between uh, Qatar and Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, Six Flags theme park will offer $300 to anyone who can stay in a coffin for 30 hours. What? To celebrate this year's 30th annual Fright Fest uh, down at Six Flags in St. Louis. hours? Is offering $300 to anyone who will spend 30 hours in a coffin emerging only for a brief hourly bathroom break, they say. That doesn't seem enough for 30 hours. Yeah. Like, it should be at least 3000 Right. Like three hundred dollars, you can you can get that doing a lot less nowadays. And if more than one contestant makes it thirty hours, there will be a draw who will determine who will get the three hundred dollars oh, at the end of it. Like what, man? That's stupid. Oh, thank you. Like you very rock much. Paper, this yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, the foods most Americans know how to cook. So if, if they did a poll saying, yeah. "Hey, do you know how to cook this?" and people either answered yes or no. So I think say- simple foods here: mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is on the list, but like I'm assuming mac and cheese, they mean from a box. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Oh, you mean from like actual ingredients? No, no, but mac, mac and cheese is on here, but oh, I'm just okay. saying, yeah. But they mean from a box. They mean from a box. Hard boiled egg. Uh, no, they're difficult. That involves timing. Okay, scrambled eggs. Yes, number one on the list. Scrambled eggs? Scrambled eggs, number okay. one on the list. 63% of people said that they can make them. 37% said that they cannot. Hamburgers, number two on the list. Oh, yeah. Uh, grilled cheese sandwich, mm. number three on the list. That's so tough, good. man. Mashed potatoes. <sighs> Now, keep in mind that these are what foods can you make, not what foods can you make well. Yeah. Right? Just in general. Like, yeah. all these foods people could probably make, but they probably suck. Yeah. Here's my thing is that why did they go all the way and say that they can make mashed potatoes, but not boiled potatoes, which are like three steps less than mashed potatoes? Yeah. You have to boil them before you mash them. Yeah. I can make a boiled potato. Uh, rice. Rice is quite difficult, actually, if you don't know what you're doing. Again, it's about measuring But I'm sure timing. they mean minute rice. Uh, steak. Oh, that's easy. 53% of people said that they can cook a steak. But again, not well. Yeah. Uh, pancakes or waffles? Mm. I'm assuming frozen in the toaster. Like an ego. Like an ego. <laughs> right. No, but pancakes, you have to make the batter. Right. Uh, and tacos, number 10 on the list. 52% of people said that they can make tacos. Yeah. Again, is that not just ground well. beef in a shell? Yeah, but you're just buying a kit, right? Like you're not, you're not yeah. mixing your spices and all that stuff. Yeah. Like I can't see that. But yeah, number one on the list, the food that most people say that they can make is uh, scrambled eggs because I guess they're broken anyway, right? Sure. Like it's just, it's a, the bigger the mess, the all more ha- scrambly they yeah. are. All you have to do is monitor. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, four to five people, they say gain love weight in a relationship. Oh, Here are the top yeah. reasons why. Uh, you take more Ubers or taxis together instead of walking places because you no, you no longer go on walks holding hands. Yeah. Uh, you're less motivated to keep up your physique. How is that not number one? Like people gain weight when you're in a relationship because you won. Right. 
Hell yeah. What do I got looking for now? And you're always going out eating. Uh, starting a family is number six. Oh Trying God. new yeah. foods at restaurants as a couple. Number four, exercising less and spending more time together. True. Three, staying home uh, to eat and drink as opposed mm. to going out. Uh, other reasons why you gain love, weight. Number two, adopting a less active lifestyle. Yep. And uh, number one is because you eat out more. So yep. that's the uh, number one reason why you gain that love, weight. Yeah. Did you gain love, weight? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell Bro, yeah. I haven't seen the inside of a gym. Yeah. You know me. I used to be like. Swole. Heavy at the gym. Yeah. Four days a week. I haven't stepped foot in the gym one week before Cruz was born. Really, huh? That was the last time I went to a gym. And how old is he now? 17 months. 17 months. 17 months today. I got the notice uh, on my phone that my um, gym membership fee went through again this month. <laughs> Not a word of a lie. And you haven't stepped a foot 30, in the gym and since what, like nineteen ninety? Thirty four dollars a month. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If you're paying for it, can I just use it? No. I might go back. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Catherine. She's like, why don't you cancel that? I'm like, I might go back. No, I'm not going to cancel. Can I just have the card? <laughs> no, because you can't get a gym membership for $34 anymore, yeah, so I'm not going to let it go. Right, so let me use it. No. No, I'm not going to. So I can't, I can't let it go. I haven't been to the gym in... Since the last time I set foot in a gym yeah. was 2008. 2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks2008looks
notoriety. Yeah, right? I think. Yeah, I think that when you try and sell a show at the beginning, Milo and Mandy were the, really the only the two names stars, in the show for sure that anybody knew. And then the show created stars out of Sterling. I think Sterling's the biggest star on the show right now. Yeah, uh, Sterling and uh, and and Chrissy Metz and uh, and Justin Hartley. So yeah, I mean, you, it's a very it much. It's now. very much an ensemble. Like a very, sure. it very, very, very much is. And they all get what like uh, about the same amount of TV time. Yeah, I would say Mandy Moore gets the most because Mandy Moore plays herself younger and older we're, we're spoiler alert i haven't seen the show oh, listen i can't jack dies okay jack you dies so, <laughs> i don't know who that is but i'm mad at you now right like i am gonna get around to watching this is us at you, some point you will yes yeah. i promise all right but spoiler alert okay. jack dies jack dies uh where are we here oh um bill cosby his star will not be removed from the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Really? Even after protests and a petition. Because one thing I did not know is that no star has ever been permanently removed from the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They say, yeah, they do not remove stars for the Walk of Fame and they are intended to be permanent. Uh, the stars are only to commemorate the recipient's professional accomplishment. This from the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, it is regrettable when the personal lives of inductees do not measure up to the public standards and expectations. Ah, but they're one and the same, though. But they will not be removing uh, Bill Cosby's star. It was uh, defaced a little while ago where somebody had taken a black marker and wrote serial rapist on the uh, yeah. front of it. Donald Trump's gets destroyed weekly and they yeah. just they keep repairing it. It happened again, I think, yesterday. Somebody put bars over it, like prison bars, yeah, over uh, over Donald Trump's. Listen, it's going to continue to happen. They have to. There has to be a change. Someone's yeah. going to have to make that change. Uh, Bill Cosby will do three to ten. Um, his publicist was really talky out uh, out in front of the courthouse yesterday after Cosby's sentencing happened, uh, blaming both sexism and racism for what took down the great, in his mind, Dr. Cosby. I believe and think it is important to point out that this has been the most racist and sexist trial in the history of the United States. Dr. Cosby has been one of the greatest civil rights leaders in the United States for over the last 50 years. He has also been one of the greatest educators of men and boys over the last 50 years. This was not pointed out to the jury or allowed in court because the racist and sexist mass media was attacking and denouncing Dr. Cosby whenever his lawyers even hinted there was racist and sexism present. All three of the psychologists who testified against Dr. Cosby were white women who make money off of accusing black men of being sexual predators. And um, Dr. Cosby is a lot of things. He's also quite possibly uh, the most notorious serial rapist in the history of America. So there's that. 63 women, and we cannot forget uh, Andrea Constat, uh, the Canadian woman who uh, brought this to trial and uh, got this verdict for the 63 other women that have come forward, and I'm sure many more that have not. I give um, him two, two years. Two years in that jail before he dies. Yeah, maybe. He's old, 81. It's yeah. a hard life in the, in the joint. Uh, monumental news yesterday for reality TV fans, specifically fans of Survivor. Survivor and now I think it's like 37th or 38th season and for fans here in Canada they're massive Survivor fans oh, and the people who produce me? Survivor know that Canadians are among the franchise's top fans but there's always been one problem and yesterday Jeff Probst host of Survivor made everybody's dreams come true I am happy to say that finally 
I can say to Canadians, you should apply to be on Survivor because you can be. For the first time ever, we're looking to have Canadians on the show. This is a big deal because Canada is like, you know, our, our brother and our sister in terms of viewership. The Canadians have been so good to Survivor and have for years said, when can we play? And we finally figured it out how to make it happen. And we are actively seeking Canadians to play Survivor. We're looking for you. Apply. Go to CBS.com. Wow. You'll figure it out if you want to be on the show. But it's the real deal. We're ready. People went wow. mental for that yesterday. They went crazy for that yesterday. So after 36 seasons or 37 yeah. seasons, whatever, right? Yeah. How is it that it took this long to allow Canadians to be on Survivor? Yeah, it's an interesting story. I, I don't know. There's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons. Like the ratings for Survivor in Canada Huge, are massive. Massive. You would have. Yeah. You'd think that this would have happened. Yeah, I don't know. Five years even into the show. Yeah, I right? I, I don't know if there's one specific reason, but uh, I know that uh, that was from they they did that on ET Canada yesterday, and I, I think that everybody was just so overjoyed with the 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 prospect of being on Survivor that that doesn't matter anymore. Like the, the why couldn't we for 37 seasons? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Do you have do an you answer think, for that? No, but I was going to ask you. Do you think this will change now with this for other shows? Like maybe Canadians can finally get on Big Brother and other shows. Well, it's a, it's the same company. They're both they're both CBS shows. Shows, right yeah. so maybe this is still opening the door so yeah possibly but that's, that's exciting uh, that's huge news for uh, for survivor nerds up here how kids are bypassing the screen time limits on the new iphone uh, ios oh uh, and this happened late it happened so lightning fast and kids are so smart so the you're allowed to limit now you can put screen time limits on your phone so if your kid is messing around oh. on your phone and watching youtube and playing games and whatnot they have already figured out how to bypass this one story that i that i i read recently this was from his seven-year year old son so okay. the guy's kid figured out that if you go a back if you run out of screen time yes where it's like sorry you can't play your game anymore you can go into the app store and go under the list of apps that are deleted off the phone but still on the cloud yeah if you download an old game that has been deleted off the phone but exists on the cloud, so you have at one time already downloaded it, once you download that game, it doesn't play by the same screen time rules. Because you have to activate that rule for that game. You have to activate that rule for that game. Freaking smart ass Seven kids. years old. Another kid, another kid did this. So what they do is they go to YouTube. Yeah. Then they iMessage themselves the YouTube video that they want to watch. And then they watch the video through iMessage, not on the YouTube app. Because you can open videos directly in iMessage and just watch it there so you don't have to leave iMessage. So what they're doing is they're just sitting in iMessage watching YouTube. So they'll just go on YouTube and iMessage themselves all the videos they want to watch and then just sit there on the iMessage app and watch for an infinite amount of time. 27 minute unboxing video. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Can I just say a quick message to my brother Daniel? Everything Roz is saying will not work on your phone. No, it will work on your phone. Have at it, little man. Have at it. Roz and Mocha Q&A Ask Roz and Mocha, here we go Uh, A podcast exclusive And we love the questions that we get on a weekly basis Uh, Every uh, Wednesday, we're going to post a picture that simply states Ask Roz and Mocha at Kiss925 And you get to ask whatever you want We'll try our best to get through uh, every single question. Uh, but the one thing that will remain the same is we'll get somebody 
on the phone with us to ask us their question live. Right. Which is always the best part, that you guys get to be a part of this as well. How are you, Andrew? Good. How you doing? Good, man. Welcome to the Ronza Mocha Podcast. Thanks. How old are you, Andrew? I'm 27. 27. What's your life like? You married? Are you single? Uh, well, I am recently single. Oh, okay. gotcha. Okay, Andrew. So what is your question? So I was wondering if uh, you guys had any advice on how to... Uh, get over an ex when you are pretty much forced to see them on like a weekly basis. What do you mean forced to see them on a weekly basis? So I am part of an axe throwing league. Right. And that is where I met her. Mm Mm-hmm. So Sorry, I missed that. You're part of a what? Axe throwing league, Mocha. You wouldn't oh, know. It's man stuff. Axe throwing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing that for about two years, and then she joined the league, and uh, we kind of hit it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, it was good for pretty much the honeymoon phase. Okay. And then uh, after that, we were getting into a bunch of arguments, and it just kind of wore out for me. Okay. Um, How long were you guys in the relationship together? We were only about eight months. Eight okay. months. What kind of stuff were you yeah. fighting about? Um, it, it was just little stuff, right? Like, uh, we would just get into all those little kind of, like, naggy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, there was a little bit of a distance uh, relationship. It was about 40 minutes between us. Okay. And uh, because of my job and her job, we were kind of on different schedules, which I'm realistically, I'm used to. That's kind of been my dating life, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you got to fit in that axe throwing, right? <laughs> exactly, right? Axe throwing life. Uh, I, throw twi- I throw twice a week, right? So it's pretty much my social. When I'm not working, I'm throwing axes. Okay, so, so your question is, how do you get over a breakup when you have to see the person every week? Week, right yeah yeah uh it's it's tough my advice for somebody who's going through a breakup is always the same thing which is at least out of the gate and for a period of time it needs to be a clean break meaning you got to unfollow them on social you have to you, you ha- it has to be a clean break you can't still have a little bit of ties you can't be checking up mm-hmm. on them you can't do all that stuff now that can change over time but at the initial stage of a breakup it's got to be a clean break because you have to grieve and and I don't mean to sort of overplay the emotional you know aspect of breaking up I know nobody died but there is a grieving process mm-hmm. somebody is now out of your life who was in your life and probably meant a lot to you while they were there so there's a there's a grieving period that needs to happen uh if you're forced to see them every week nobody's forcing you first of all to go to axe throwing you enjoy it it's your social life but you have an option to go or not if it's really bothering you that much when the inner dude do you guys talk when you see each other or are you literally just sitting there watching your ex throw axes with other dudes um well i mean it's a very social a very social thing so we're always kind of talking and i'm actually the one who broke up with her okay and I've been told through the grapevine that she still wants to get back together and thinks that everything can, can work out and we can get over that. But I'm, I'm not sold on it. Right. Oh. So if you're not sold on getting back together with her and you only have to see her twice a week, uh, this might be one of those situations where you just have to deal with it. Like if you're not into the relationship anymore and you can't see a future with her then you might be able to get over it a lot quicker than, let's say, she would. Yeah. Just don't ever do what I did when I broke up with my first and only ever other boyfriend, which which is is mail a letter to the parents saying thank you for a wonderful six months. Oh, God. So weird. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) No, Uh, definitely not. Jesus. When you guys are throwing axes, do you ever talk? Um, We talk, like, casually, like, when we go out for a smoke or, like, if we're facing each other. Yeah. Then uh, then we will, but... And what 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 do you talk about? 
Uh, just life, like how's work and you know, all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. She just started a new job pretty much when we broke up. So, yeah. uh, we don't necessarily have to talk to no, her, right? But, yeah. But I, I would suggest, yes, that you should. Yeah. Because yeah, the, the, otherwise you're going to just make things even more but weird. But you said you need a grieving process. Like you were suggesting but he leave axe throwing. No, no, no. I mean, I'm saying you don't have to. I'm saying you could leave axe throwing if it bothers you that much. Um, but I'm saying that when you do, if you do not want to do that, then you are put in a position where you're going to be in the same room together. And I would say, keep whatever conversations you have, keep them light uh keep them normal don't lie as in you know oh my god my life is so awesome you know what i mean like don't don't don't, don't, don't do that and don't talk about the past yeah you know and try not to try not to reestablish something so you can have sort of surface conversations and you can be cordial and you can be normal and that may help normalize the interactions where maybe you need next time you go out for a smoke you could have a laugh together but it's not a laugh that she may interpret as leading to you guys getting back together i think that it's up to you because you're the one that dumped her uh yeah. you know if she still has those feelings that you're going to have to one normalize the situation and two the idea that you're not willing to get back together with her may at some point really need to be articulated otherwise any sort of form of communication you even just showing up there sometimes could give her hope that maybe that this thing may work and that you just may need time so i think that you need to be clear on what your feelings are and what my intentions are yeah. yeah that makes sense cool okay yeah, yeah perfect and then send a letter to her family <laughs> and then send a to the, yeah I, I, have, I have Maury's number now so if I need any uh, hints or suggestions Please. I'll always text them yes <laughs> Andrew we appreciate you listening to the Ronza Moga show thanks for joining us on the podcast today no problem guys thanks very much been listening for uh, about two and a half years now absolutely love you guys oh, listen nice. to every episode of the podcast Huge fan, and I'll continue to listen. Uh, but who do you love more between Roz and Mocha? <laughs> so I knew you were going to ask me this question, yeah. and I have a solid answer. Okay. It is 100% Mocha. Oh, yeah. Wow. And there is a reason behind this, because okay. I know Roz always gets super offended and his feelings get hurt. Oh, you should see his um, face right now. I, I... <laughs> so a while back, you guys were talking about uh, back when Roz got his license. Yeah. And he is all for just cruising at 120 in the passing lane. No, I'm not. I don't and know how that, that happened. Is pet peeve. No, listen, yeah. Dick. I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never said that. That's not the story became that, but that's not actually what I said. Uh, yeah, honk honk, get out of my way. Yeah, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> if you get passed on the right, you're too far nah, to the left. You that's shut my your rule. Stop it. <laughs> I like this guy. No, I don't. I'm giving I, you mad fist bumps through the phone. I, I hope your ex. I hope your ex hooks up with somebody who looks just like you, only hotter. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, like an axe to the heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. No problem. Thanks a lot, guys. Later, man. Right on. There was another driving <laughs> one that uh, somebody sent through on these cold. Bless you. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, Maury always blows the sneeze away. Uh, where's the other driving question that was on here? Oh, what would your vanity license plate be? No, well, oh, just Kayla. That one. Kayla sent that in. I to have us. a vanity license. Maury plate. has a vanity license plate, which what? I don't understand. What is I, it well, I tried for three, but mine is Smart eighty six, which is after my favorite show, Get Smart. But I really wanted. But what's eighty six? That was his agent number. But my other vanity plate, like if I didn't do that, I wanted it to be my Maddie. <laughs> Excuse me. My Maddie is in your Matthew, my, your husband. Yeah, right? my Maddie. Yeah, oh. my Maddie. If you had a vanity license plate, Roz. First of all, I read? wouldn't do it because I'm not a douche. 
Sorry, Maury. Uh, no, if I had a license plate. Uh, that stuff, I think that that's carryover from when you're a kid. Because when you're a kid, you used to see all these real cool license yeah, plates. You're yeah. like, man, if I ever got my license, I would. And I don't, I don't really recall like what I would have done. Probably if you asked me when I was a kid if I got a car, what my um, vanity like license Duke? plate would be, it would be like Conan Rules, you know? <laughs> or, or Porky's. <laughs> right? Like... It would have been one of those, but as an adult, I really have no. I Yours really could have be no, never single. No, I really have no affinity, uh, like affinity to. Uh, if I had one a now, plate. it would be the same one. If you were to ask me in 1997, which was what NWO for life? Really? Yeah. Wow. I wonder okay. if anybody has that NWO for life. Yeah. Someone. Um, I'm sure somebody has NWO for, and just NWO for anybody who doesn't understand. That's uh, the what is it? New World Order from act like you don't know from, from, wrestling. from wrestling. Come on, you okay. have to use a number four because F O R it wouldn't fit. No, I know. Where's the other driving one that was on here that I saw that I wanted to talk about? Oh, here. Are you a car performer? And uh, what are your go-to music selections uh, for your performances, Mocha? Are you a car performer? Absolutely. And anytime I'm going to belt out anything yeah it will always be from the era of 90s hip-hop and r&b right so it would be jay-z biggie um nas wu-tang uh tribe called quest anything from that era of hip-hop would yeah. be the stuff that i would be able to recite okay no problem all right maury oh i, I absolutely you've seen me sing in the car i know it's terrible the mama mia soundtrack no i my f- absolute favorite thing to say is walking in memphis or any like 80s thing or something lady gaga like the, the stuff i know the words to you don't know the words to anything though, yeah, maury nothing hold on how about me- you ross uh, well, because I just recently got my license, right? Yeah. Like a year and a half, almost two years. No, uh, a year and a half now. Yeah, a year and a half now. And um, so my thing is this, is that is that uh, I don't play any music in the car. I had one rule when I got my license, because I got my license in my 40s. And I have one rule in the, in the, in the truck, which is I don't play anything in the truck Why? that would not have existed when I would have been 16 and got my license. So I only play songs in the truck from 1990 and earlier. Really? So it's as if I'm 16. So I only play music in the truck that would have been available to me when I was 16 and got my license. So nothing, there's not one song has been played in my truck that has passed 1990. That's so Not weird. One thing. Yeah, so I only play songs 1990 and earlier, which is the music that would have existed when I was 16. Never, never before in the car while driving have I played something that existed after 1990. Holy cow, dude. Yeah, yeah. so it's all just like retro, but I, everything. Like it's, I have like access to everything. I have all the satellite stuff and my yeah. phone stuff and everything in the but truck. But you only stick to? Only stick to pre-1990. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, try it. That's really interesting. Try it. You should, you may like that. What movies make you cry, no matter how many times you watch it? 13 going on 30. <laughs> <laughs> With precision. Wow. Um, what is it about that movie? Oh, just she tried so hard to just succeed at the magazine, and then somebody went against her and stole everything. Is that uh, Jennifer Garner? Jennifer Garner, yeah. Oh, my God, I love Garner, that Garner, not Garter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a wheeze and a snort. <laughs> you sound like a, like a stuck pig. <laughs> Jeez. Wow, you know it's a good day when you get a wheeze and a snort. Um, I can't remember the last movie that uh, that made me cry. To be honest with you, yeah, no, I am trying to. Think well, the last it. movie that made me cry was the Lady Gaga one, A Star Is Born. Yeah. Oh, I, I had to sit in the theater for like about ten minutes after it ended to wipe my tears. 
Um, if you were guaranteed to be successful in a different profession, what would you do? Oh, guaranteed? Guaranteed to be successful in a different profession. What would you do? I have a very easy answer for this right out of the gate. Same. L- lottery winner? Nope. That's not a profession, first of all, Maury. That's why you're broke. Because <laughs> you play the lottery like it's your job. Uh, my answer is so easy. Okay. If I could be successful in any other profession, yeah. what would it be? Yeah. Oh, a Woody. Golf. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Golf. Sure. I can play it way into my 60s. Yeah. You make a ton of money. You're only in beautiful places. And for the most part, you're alone. I thought you'd want, you'd say carpenter. <laughs> nope. Golf. 100% golf. Um, if I had to choose a profession, wrestler. You see, you risk of injury though, bro. Okay, fine. Photographer. There you go. There. Yeah. Photography. For, yeah. How yeah. about you, Damon Mori? Two voiceover, like movie trailer voice guy. Yeah. In a world. Yeah. Um, or driving a subway. <laughs> what, what makes a successful subway driver? Like your, your accident record or what would that be? I guess just pushing the door buttons at the same you're time the successfully. Only, you're the only person I know more where when somebody says, hey, what would your dream job be? You pick two jobs where you'd probably make less than what you make now. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a dingbat. <laughs> Who says something like that? I, know, I used to always be fascinated by the subway driver. <laughs> um, Celine says, uh, would you ever put mayo on your pizza? No. And then in brackets, it's a Quebec thing. Um, I, that's gross disgusting I, absolutely not I Never. do love mayo I put mayo on fries you know, ma- mayo is egg yeah I put mayo on fries mayo on fries is the greatest thing in the world uh, I put mayo on burgers yeah I don't think I could put mayo on uh, on a pizza though. No, mayo in the slit of a celery is the best. Ugh. First oh, of all, first of all, no. never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever again, Maury. Say slit of a celery. Oh, that sounds <laughs> okay. so gross. It sounds so gross, and I know it's a normal thing, but when you say certain things, <laughs> it just sounds so gross. <laughs> slit of a celery. Uh, yeah, no. What else do people put in celery? I don't like celery. I think uh, peanut, peanut butter. butter. Peanut butter. Yeah. Celery to me is a I foul tasting food. Maybe within the last like two years, um, stopped liking celery. Yeah. You I don't know. Ninety nine percent water. Yeah. I don't I, like, uh, I don't like celery so anymore. It's such um, a bitter, nasty. Deborah has a question regarding one of the Razamoka original games that we play. Okay. Deborah says, so do you guys use new clothespins for the game Pinch, oh. or is it the same ones from the game before? Oh. If so, there's some cross-contamination going on. So, because the clothes pegs will pin them like ears, nipples, nose, nose mouth, inside the mouth. Yeah. So Pinch, by the way, is a trivia game we play with uh, Mocha versus Mori, where in front of them they have a, just a big stack of old school wooden clothes pegs, and if you get a question wrong, your opponent gets to pinch you with a clothes peg. So they just literally place a clothes peg somewhere on your body, and that's a very good question, because I don't see what goes on over there when you guys are playing. Do you recycle the clothes pegs from game to game? I also have a question. Yeah. Because when the game is done... Yeah. Damn it, Maury is responsible for taking all those clothes pegs and discarding the ones that were used. However, yeah. now that Deborah brings this up, every single time we play the game and Maury brings in the bag, it doesn't look like there are less clothes pegs than when we started playing this game. Do, do you throw out the clothes pegs that are used in that round or do you, what do you do with them? Put them back in the bag and put them in my locker. Oh my God. That is so gross. Yeah, but it's too late now. We've already contaminated. Wow. Wow. And they're wood, which means they absorb. 
Oh no! It's not even like it's plastic. That is it's, so gross. That's like that's like sharing a toothpick. <laughs> That would be that is like sharing a toothpick. That's like you have something in your teeth and you pick it out, and then Maury's like, "Oh yeah, you give me that for a second. I got something mine." I'm trying to think of all the places I've ever stuck a clothes peg on David Warren. You've gone to his nipple, and there's so much hair there. And you've done armpit hair. Oh my god, there's even more. You've hair done there. the inside of the ear. Oh, all the hair. The nose. Oh my god. And then that one went in your mouth. There's so much hair in Dan And Moore's so mouth. close to your eye. Oh, oh God, <laughs> gross. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Uh, we got to play pinch next time. So uh, next week on the podcast, uh, we'll get a game of pinch in for you so that oh all, this will, all this will make sense. And uh, oh. hopefully we can do it with brand new clothes pegs. Um, when was the last time you were snooping and found something you wish you hadn't? <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, Let's call Maury's husband Matthew for this <laughs> one. <laughs> you know what? I... Yeah. <sighs> I don't, I don't snoop. snoop. Can, can I, I go snoop. back? I mean, I, I don't went snoop. snooping in, when I was a kid. I snooped in my dad's bedroom and opened a drawer once. Yeah. And what did you find? VHS tapes. Oh, yeah. Like your dad's porno? Yeah. And, you, and if you watched, you'd have to find the exact spot and put it back at that I mean, spot. If you watched. What do you think? We so, don't know how to watch our dad's <laughs> porno? <laughs> <laughs> so you watch? Yeah. And then you had to rewind it to the exact moment. Yeah. Did, did, uh, did Frank ever find out? Hell no. No. Uh, should we call him? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, no. You can't do this, dude. You can't make Maury talk to his dad about his porno. Are you sure? Oh, God. Do you want to talk to your dad about your no. porno? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Next week on the Rosamond Podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, All right. Thank you, everybody. That oh, was, God, uh, that that was so wonderful. Good. This is, is uh, and I know that we say this every week, but the Ask Rosamoka section of the podcast, uh, it is my favorite. We love all of your questions and that you guys play along and you take part and you're active and, uh, and we really, really appreciate it. So uh, until next time. We're going to post again on Instagram at kiss925, ask Rosamoka. At that point, when you ask your question, you may join us on a future episode. And don't forget, as soon as you're done listening to this episode of the podcast, please uh, give a rating, give a review. We would love it uh, wherever it is you get your podcasts from. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss 92.5. Kiss92.5.com or on the Kiss 92.5 app.